This life unraveled. Each of us has a story. How many times do you listen to other people's stories? Like really, really listen. This Life Unraveled shares stories from all walks of life. Our purpose is to create a space for inclusivity, a place to be honest about our traumas, our successes, our failures, our stories, our truths. To share so that we can create understanding and compassion and to provoke our thought patterns. Are you willing to listen? All right. So I personally am super excited about this week's podcast because we have a very dear friend of mine. Well, you say your name. How about that? Benonce. Benonce. <laughs> Benonce. Lastly, at here. Uh, um, is my name. And I always like to say uh, it's Greek. It ain't ghetto for people who don't know Greek. <laughs> oh, my Because they gosh. always think that it's just like <laughs> a black name. No, Literally, literally that is a scene out of the show uh, Lovecraft Country. Have oh, you seen that? I couldn't do it. I can I watched like one episode and I was like this is too much. It's it's pretty it's great. But the one lady's name is Hippolyta, I believe. Mm. And that her daughter like- in one scene um some people are making fun of her name thinking it was African. Oh, there you go. It's like it's Greek, bitch. Ah, no. yes, honey. <laughs> yes. So do you know what your name means? Yeah, it means salvation, deliverance. If you google Soteria, oh, wow. there are a lot of like safe havens. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's really dope. I told my mom, I was like, you did a good job with that. I know there wasn't Google back then when you named me. And she's like, I knew what it meant. I'm like, you're lying. But <laughs> Did she really job. know what she it meant? She said she did. I, I mean, maybe I there was it. a baby name book. I got to believe her. It was a group um, at the school that I went to oh, really? that was singing. And evidently they sang pretty well. Ah. Yeah. And so their like group name was Soteria? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. And then she named me Soteria. Well, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Pretty neat. So it's my first time getting to meet Soteria, and I've always heard Sean say Soteria. So now my brain is my all kind of jacked up. It's all good. Well, people call me the wrong thing, too. Instead of Adrian, they'll be like Andrea, which I don't even get, but yeah. it happens. So It does. It does. It's crazy. Somebody said, call me anything. You just don't call me late to dinner. Yes. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> So we're super excited that you were willing to come on here with us. Definitely. And um, I guess kind of the way we start out is we would just love to know some of your background. Like, were you raised around here? Where are you from? Do you have brothers and sisters? Yeah. What kind of home were you raised in? That kind of thing. Yeah. So um, I this is really cool because I listened to... Um, uh, Trisha Tippett, I think. I want to say it might be on being... Um, this podcast, but y'all are giving me that vibe, which is good. It's good oh, vibes. Okay, cool, um, good, good. Essentially, <laughs> um, so I am originally from Richmond, Virginia. Um, I am the daughter of a formerly incarcerated father. I'm the daughter of a mother that used her retirement money to send me to school. Oh wow! Um, wow. And I will forever be grateful for that. Um, I also have siblings. I have half siblings. Okay, yeah. Um, I've lost a brother, my favorite brother. Oh, um, man. To the justice system at 35, which I think drives 
me as an artist now and, and doing the things in my life that I do now around advocacy. Yeah. Um, and I have a younger brother that is in his early 20s that uh, struggled recently with his mental health. And so that's something that I love to talk about um, is just accountability that I believe yeah. we have to each other. Um, yeah, to for sure. ask, like, are you okay? Like, do you need that hug? Like, how can I help you? Um, and then and like I have to a, really ask, yeah, like really get in there. Yeah. 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 And I think, you know, to really get in there, you got to have relationship with people. Yes. Um, I agree. And so I try to just like build different relationships with my siblings. Um, I have a sister that just got proposed to, so she's getting married. Oh, wow. like, she's older than me. Shout out to Phyllis. Um, and then I have a younger sister that's in the, the Navy in Colorado. Um, as it's well. a very diverse Wait, group. They yeah. don't have an ocean in Colorado. They do not have an ocean there. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. Um, so I have. I don't. What are they doing there in college? I don't even know, man. <laughs> yeah. we, need, we need to Google. She this must way. be on some top secret Listen, stuff. Listen, the the mountains are beautiful. I was like, I don't know how you drive by these mountains and not just like stop because I hadn't seen beautiful mountains like that in my life when I wow. went to go visit. Um, so yeah, she's there. Then I have a brother in Kentucky. Um, he struggled uh, a lot of his life with drug addiction. And so he um, is in a program there and has been clean, I mean, almost three to five years. Oh, wow. That's um, amazing. Like, yeah. congrats to him. That's Heck yeah. Yeah, because like addiction, and we've learned this throughout doing this podcast as yeah. well, it's just not easy. No. Yeah. No. So not that's, at all. That's very impressive. Yeah. 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 And so another brother just went there. Um to get some support as well. Um, so it's just like family members kind of all over the place. Um, my mom is now retired. My partner and I, um, I said to her, she was doing caregiving work. And mm -hmm. uh, my mom, we just threw her a 74th surprise birthday party oh, on wow. Saturday. Happy birthday. Yes. Right? And she cried. Like everything you want a person to do when they're surprised, she did. <laughs> oh, that's she good. Was like, uh, uh. She might have pooped her pants. It was great. It, all that <laughs> happened. It did. It definitely had to happen. Um, and this childhood singer of mine that we both love. Um, I grew up in this church where we don't go to the church anymore, but this singer like I love I love her my mom have this joke like if I die you get her to sing at my funeral oh and then I'm like if I die you get her to sing <laughs> and then it was just like well dang we all alive why can't I just ask her to sing you know oh, like, okay. that's a good idea like yeah. let's enjoy it now while we can both hear exactly it. yeah exactly I don't want to be on the other side yeah I, we don't need that we'll yeah need yeah that. that's a smart idea yeah like yeah yeah so my mom has been like um she grew I grew up in a single parent home for the most part and um, she's just been amazing, very traditional, um, grew up in a Southern Baptist, she's a Southern Baptist minister. And so a lot of what I do now, mm -hmm. um, she is getting introduced to spirituality outside okay. of religion, um, which I went to all Christian private schools growing up. Um, you know, the only thing I understood about my body was Jesus is a temple of the Holy Spirit. This what is my temple. About? Yeah. It. Um, and you I'm like, be abstinent. And listen, all that. exactly. Yes, like, yes. How does this too. work? Jesus is a temple. All righty then. <laughs> Take care of it. Yeah. Take care of it. You only get one. Only one. It's Don't a throw temple. that junk away. It's a temple. Yes. Um. So yeah, just like these crazy experiences I had from a spiritual perspective, um, that I've seen like spirit just drive all the way to the person that I am today, um, as well. So yeah, I'm a first generation college graduate. 
as well. Wow, congratulations on that. What, Thank you. What did you major in? I majored initially, so I just did a live performance for a company in New York. Um, and it's a tech Say company. What? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I had yeah. to call Sean and I was like, what do I need to do to get it through Zoom? <laughs> and I was zero help. <laughs> now oh you God. sent me some stuff. I went and, and they helped me with the pictures you sent. Um, but I initially went to school for systems engineering. Okay. And um, I just I just talked to them about it yesterday. I wanted to be the first girl on Pimp My Ride. Oh, yeah. I don't know if y'all remember that show. Yes. I'm yes, aging myself. That. Yes. But. I was like, Exhibit is going to hire me. I'm going to be the first girl putting, like, all the the little, like, trinkets and all the gadgets in the car. That would be so cool, honestly. <sighs> oh, so you wanted to be on the show doing stuff. Oh, yeah. Want... Okay. Yeah. Like, I, I wanted to pimp her ride. She wanted nah, to be the pimper. I, I wanted to be a pimp. <laughs> I did. That's I was like, yeah. I'm going to be pimping stuff. That's it. I love that. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. And then I got to school because I was in this program through VCU uh, Virginia Commonwealth University called Rap Me and um, it was amazing my team won this like you had to build a bridge out of popsicles and oh. had to build solar cars it was really dope and then I don't know if you guys have ever been around people who they have a wealth of information but they can't teach you how they got there hmm I don't know I'd have to really think on that yeah I would say yeah you think yeah. so yeah yeah well especially being some around people music aren't good teachers it's like, yeah, I was about to say, they know how to do it. Like, if somebody asked me, how do you sing? I'd be like, I don't know, I'll just do it. Right, I right. couldn't take you through the steps, but if someone asked me how to play guitar, I could break it down because exactly. I understand that a little bit more. Exactly. Yeah. So. yeah. And that, I use the analogy of, like, um, I've done some teaching uh, for a community college and just in, like, middle school, high school, elementary. And as a teacher, what I pride myself on is if the answer is four and one student needs to go through the process of zero plus four is four and -hmm. another student needs to understand that three plus one is still four or two plus two is still four the goal is that they understand that the answer is four yeah even if their process of understanding is different okay yeah Yeah. this particular professor did not understand he couldn't get there at all he's like x plus four squared times a trillion equals four find how you got four i'm like you could just he's like i can't explain it to you you just gotta get a correct answer yeah yeah and it's been like a lot of how i've learned um is by watching and building relationships because being a first generation college graduate you it's a lot like understanding an internship when i was in school you know these things like i just had no idea of yeah by my parents not going it was all networking and building relationships mm-hmm. um, over the trajectory of my life. I um, love building relationships. It is yeah. like my jam. Yeah. From day one, like at work, everywhere. It is. I love it. I just feel like when we when we get to know one another, um, it just opens up our minds yeah. to so much yeah. more. There are so many things that like I was really stuck in for a long time yeah. that I fully believe like if I had stayed at home and not been out in the workforce and, and, I was surrounded by like a diverse group of people. Yeah. I feel like I'd kind of be a lot dumber right now, <laughs> honestly. And my, my perception yeah. would be completely yeah. different. There's just, there's a lot that's um, positive from building relationships. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoy being around people who are not like me. Yes. Um, like to be able to do the work that I do 
and to whether it's a different race, a different sexuality, a different religion or whatever the thing is, like I find myself um, like poetry has taken me so many places, y'all. Like, really? I remember the first time I um, so I started writing when I was younger and I'll, I'll go back a little bit. And I was playing basketball. I've had like five surgeries between my shoulders and knees. And I just knew like most black kids, I'm like, the only way I know you get out of the hood is like playing basketball or like becoming a rapper. And at that yeah, time, yeah. I really wasn't that good at music. Believe really? It or not. So I was like, <laughs> basketball is going to have to be it. This is, it. <laughs> this is it. Like this is all I got. This is all I got. Um, and there isn't exactly a woman football league, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So basketball was only sport. It, yeah. And they didn't even have the WNBA. I think like no? my senior years when the WNBA came out. Okay. So who knew? Who thought that was going to last as long as it lasted? Right. Um, so I'm, I'm high key bitter about not pursuing the career. <laughs> not even low key. Um, I hate watching women's basketball because I'm petty. Um, but I did go see LaMelo Ball play in Charlotte. Okay. That was amazing. I've been following him um, and his family for years and just do their show. I'm acting like I know them, but I don't. Um, oh, I, could, I don't even know who it is. So who, who oh, is that? So he, they have a show. It's called Ball in the Family. Uh-huh. It comes on Facebook. I'd highly recommend it. Okay. But oh um, basically it's a dad that it's like all three of my sons are going to go to the NBA. And two of them are now in the NBA. One is not in the NBA because he just made some not good choices. Yeah. Um, but he's in the uh, the G League right here okay. in Greensboro. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So are I can so, afford to I need see to watch, him. I need are they local? <laughs> They're local? Uh, Charlotte. Charlotte. Yep. I love Charlotte that. and Greensboro. You're like, so I can afford to see that one. Exactly. I got this. G League me. Exactly. So yes. he's kind of like uh, uh, Serena and Venus's dad. Exactly. Was, this yeah. is what my kids are yeah. going. Here's the plan. Here's the plan. And they, I mean, two of them have done literally everything he said. Wow. That wow. they would do, which is pretty phenomenal. Now, are you comfortable sharing how old you are? Yeah, I'm 35. 35. Yeah, okay. I do I, lie sometimes. I figured you were younger so you than know. me. I mean, you look amazing. <laughs> oh, but, thank you. I mean, I will say this from an honest standpoint, and I mean nothing by it, but yeah. Black skin ages so well compared listen, to white listen, skin. I'm gonna tell no, you, it's the truth. We done seen some stuff though. Uh, one of <laughs> our friends, we saw this this person, and we were like, "How old are they?" And they were black, and their dumb asses was like, "Sometimes it does crack though. Sometimes oh, no, it does." No, uh, no. I just started. I was like, "I'm not going there with you today." Oh my um, god. So in in, in uh, extreme circumstances, sometimes it does crack. Yeah, but I mean, you could pass for younger than you are, honestly. Well, thank you. I do lie again. I want to yeah, put that I mean, on the record. I get that. I get Who's it. getting a discount? Eighteen <laughs> yeah. and under, or twenty one oh. now? I can see that. What we doing? I can, yeah. yeah. But you ain't going to qualify for no senior, honey, for a long time. I don't know. Listen, the way that my body be set up, my mom is 74. She just, like last year, had an ablation in her heart. Uh-huh. But before that, had never had any surgeries. I'm like, damn, I'm 35 and I had like five surgeries. Yeah, like, like, what's wrong with me, mama? Well, you- I tell you what's wrong is she chose my daddy. Oh, okay. Shows his ass. Because every time Did I call him, my, my bones hurt. Uh, oh, I shoot. got to get up. Uh. No, I'm like, no. I'm like, bro, stretch. I don't know. Dude. Drink a, a V8 or something. Like, yeah, right? Man, you need some vitamins, daddy. Some vitamins. Yeah. yeah. So I got to ask this. Yeah. Like, with your mom, does your mom have any other kids? Or are you the only child from your mom and then all the other half-siblings are with your dad? Or yeah, so I'm the only kid with my mom and dad. Okay. So my mom, okay. I have three siblings on my mom's side and uh-huh. four on my dad's side. So there's eight total. Yeah. You are one of eight. Yeah. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I mean, not all of them are because that's yeah. just the way life is. And I'm on. The, I'm the baby on my mom's side. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Not yeah. on my dad's side. He just kept going. You he know just, how they do. 
I just looked at you Sean. Know what? I was about to say, I got called out. You guys can't Ty, see me. <laughs> Ty, she said, what did she say? Papa was a rolling hey, stone. Hey, there you go. <laughs> yes, there you she go. did. I love yeah. it. I was like, oh my yeah. God, Ty, you're hilarious. But it's like, you know, so I, I grew up with questions about the Bible. Um, because I used to sing songs like, mind you, I went to all Christian private schools. So the only thing I understood about myself as a woman was Proverbs 31, which normally is preach when women die. And huh. then I also. Um, it's true. I got, a, I got the verse on my back. You do. But you preached 25. it at your best friend's funeral. Yeah. Well. Damn. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's, it's just like now. normally when it's. No, when to it's me, it's like a memory now. Okay. Like it's like, I, all right. And I'm, I'm a Christian. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. I'm on a faith journey is what yeah. I call it. I love that. So, yeah, yeah. I definitely want to hear a lot more about your spirituality. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so I don't even know. I don't even know where I was going with that. When Sorry. I didn't mean to say anything about the funeral thing. No, no, no. It's um, Proverbs, no, Proverbs 31. Uh, you were Christian told. schools. All you knew about being a woman was Proverbs 31. And I've heard. Oh, Jesus, yes. Her thank body's you. A temple. There you go. Um, so we were talking about Papa was a Rolling Stone. Yeah. yeah. So I used, I grew up and like on Fridays I would have to rehearse scripture. Like yeah. this is why I think part of my poetry, I don't really like to read. I like to yeah. memorize and, and perform and speak, but because we impressive. had to like, I had to like say it as a poor grade or whatever. But I remember the song, Father Abraham had many sons. Oh, don't oh yeah. Many oh. sons had Father Abraham. And I'm like, well, what about Sister Abraham? And I was one of them. <laughs> what about Mother Abraham? You, you know what I'm saying? She's like, the one that... Had the well, she only had one. But Why she yeah. couldn't have many sons? But you know what? Women in the Bible, property. They were 100. property. I mean, and when you look back at it, you know, like I, that's one of my things with taking the Bible literally. Now, yeah. I'm like, yeah. how am I supposed to take, take the Bible literally? When back in the day, if something happened to Sean, I need to be looking for his brother to make babies with his brother to yeah. carry on Sean's Oof. name. That's some crazy junk. Right? And I don't have a brother. So. Yeah, so I'm really screwed because yeah. I ain't doing nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> but clearly, yeah. if you had a brother, it would be an option, by the way. Maybe. I, well, <laughs> only in biblical times. In these new times, I'd be like, um, Match.com. No, oh, I'm my gosh. Kidding. I love it. I love it. I don't know that I'd replace Sean. He's pretty irreplaceable. You've I already, think so. What are you talking about? You've already got the next one picked out. Oh, no, Whoa. I don't. Whoa, boo. I just have a type, and they all are round, <laughs> bald, and have a beard. I have a friend. There you go. He's yeah. pretty much a twin of mine. For real? It's like if you see us together, it's we don't facial features are obviously different, yeah. but everything else is identical. And so we tease if anything ever happened to me, she would just go find him. <laughs> yes, I love yeah. it. We're gonna have him it. on the podcast sometime because I really like he was pro- like he was probably one of my first Christian friends that just cussed. Like he'd be talking yeah. about the Bible and he'd just throw out just all the words and yeah. I was like, Wow. You know, and at that time I was comfortable with him throwing out those words, yeah. but not not me. Yeah, I ain't throwing out those words. Yeah, because you know my body's a temple. Right, you know what? <laughs> but my girl, but, like no lie. In this last year, I finally started using some language. Yeah, yeah. and now like I'm proud of you, Sean's like way. you sound like a twelve year old. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Um, but thank you. I appreciate that. that thank so you. Funny. I've come a long way. Look at me. Like forty, like, almost forty-one. Just started cussing. There you go. Somebody's saying wordy dirds now. There you go. Yes, I know. Can you so believe? Let it? me tell you. Think thinking about that. That I think about the Bible. Um, if you look at the Library of Congress, the Bible I think has over a thousand renditions of it, and I yeah. want to say maybe a hundred percent or close to a hundred percent of the renditions have been written by men. Right. Yeah. And so my partner is Jewish and we did a, oh, wow. se- is it a, uh, wait, is it a Seder? Is that what? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, Sean's That's family the... does one every year. Yeah. And it was really dope. It was the first time. Was I... it like a Passover one? Yeah. Or was it just Passover. a week? Okay. And 
there were books written by women that we read. And I was like, women that were in, supposed to be in the Bible? And so then I started, like, out of my curiosity and just trying to understand what I believe outside of me. Like, well, I went to Christian school or my mom believes this. It's like, or what oh. someone told you to believe. Yeah. yeah, it's like, who's God for me? And just knowing that the Bible has been rewritten and rewritten to, in my opinion, uh, perpetuate um, toxic masculinity um, in a Ooh. lot of ways. Um patriarchy y'all don't hit pause um, or stop now y'all keep listening <laughs> y'all keep it'll listening. get better y'all no no i think people people need to listen to yeah. other people's opinions and yeah. value them so I, yeah. That, yeah i love it yeah and and not and i mean just like not trying to empower women at all you know there's very little scriptures about women being empowered for who they are outside of our body and even now you look at women that are normally in the spotlight like we are just made to be sexual beings i was about to say with what you can provide yeah you know it's all about what what are you going to give me what are you going to do you know when it comes to bible times yeah and it's like if you look at that from people's career so when i was teaching um at wake tech what i realized so a lot of my students were 50 and older most people in america associate who they are with what they do so the first thing we, we when we get together in these networking spaces, they say, well, yeah. well what do you do? Mm-hmm. Not yeah. who you are. Yeah. You know? That's true. And so your identity mm-hmm. starts to, to be seeped in something that you do. And in my case, when I was an athlete, my yeah. entire identity was seeped in me being an athlete. So when that was taken from me, I took a while to figure out who I was without what I could do right. for someone or to wow. get myself out of that place. That really makes me think because when I first started this podcast, one of the very first things that I um, that I wrote on a Facebook page was, "Who am I?" Yeah. Well, my first answer to that always is that I'm a mom, yeah. and I'm a wife, and I'm this and I'm that. But when I really look at those things, I'm doing I'm I'm giving you a description of like what I do for other people yeah. or who I am to other people. But who am I? What is my character? Yeah. Like, who is this person on the inside? So it really made me, like, think when I, I just was like, who am I? Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, I heard, I heard an older gentleman talking about that one time and how, for him, I guess his generation or even younger, like mine, uh, he felt that as a, as a man you identify with what you do for a living so much that if that gets taken away from you, you almost lose who you are because you're so intertwined together with it. Yeah. And I started thinking about it, and I'm like, I, I honestly, I love my job, but I could care less if I do it again another day. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many other yeah. things I, you know, could to take up, and I'm like, that's kind of sad if yeah. that's the only thing you relate to is yeah. what you do to make money. That's but, real. Yeah. Have you either of you traveled out of the country? Uh, so, like caribbean countries and okay. stuff like that Not i've never enough. been to yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so my really. my Not dream much. is to be binational i want to live oh, in new wow. zealand um new zealand president ma'am if you're listening i am a good eyes a good colored <laughs> let me come over <laughs> there please eyes <laughs> oh a good one <laughs> um <laughs> so she that, went that there that creeped me out a little bit oh i did yes sir <laughs> I'm getting some vibes here that I do not approve of. <laughs> so, so have you been to New Zealand? I have. I, okay. I have. So the year before the pandemic, um, we went for two weeks, changed my life. Prior to that, so poetry took me out of the country the first time I was 30. 
and I was in the Episcopal Service Corps. Mm -hmm. Um, And at the time, uh, the choir director was like, you should go with us to Germany. So I ended up traveling to about 10 different um, places in Germany and we were doing music and poetry and singing. Wow. And I remember I was put with a, a host family in Cologne and I literally had like a breakdown. I was crying. I couldn't stop crying. Um, it was the first time I was introduced to Blackout Blind. So I didn't know if those were so amazing. Mm. I slept like a baby. Um, yeah, those things are pretty good. <laughs> but there were some amazing things that I learned while I was in Germany. One, that who I am as a black person in America is not how I'm seen around the world. And by that, I mean, right after I got from Germany, I had this epiphany that I had never seen myself as a human being. Because in America, it is first safe that I see myself as black because my race gets weaponized. And then if I'm lucky, I get treated as a woman. Um, and, and then if I'm even more fortunate, I get treated as a human being. Wow. And so in Germany, it was the first time I met myself through my own humanity. And I didn't feel black. I didn't even feel like a woman. I felt like a human. And I didn't realize after 30 years of being in my body that I had yeah. never... It was such a euphoric moment. It just like blew my mind. I cried. I boohooed. I snotted all over the place. Oh, didn't want to leave. And and you know, it's not like we. I understood the language because they speak German. Yeah. But what I realized yeah. is that the connection of humanity transcends any language. Can you describe it in any kind of way? Like I know you just sat there and described what you were talking yeah. about, but I'm I'm trying to like. Envision, you say you felt like a human first. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, yeah. I have no way to really yeah. even... And I think it's because we're white. Yeah. yeah. And so we've always just felt this normal, I, I guess is the word, I, accepted. Yeah. We didn't have to worry about it. We didn't have to sure. worry about anything. Yeah. So that's like yeah. super eye-opening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I went into a store. I was a tourist. I had a book bag. Nobody follows me in the store, uh, for instance. Um, something else I'm trying to do a petition about is when you cross the street in America, do you know what color the man is? Um, it, he's like a white light. It's a white man. Yeah. And then, so I was standing in the middle of the street, crossing the street in Germany. Yeah. And, and do you know what color the man is? I'm assuming he's not a white guy. No. <laughs> what color? Just take a guess. What color? Uh, right. Well, Yellow. my first thought is green because green means go. Is so if you're supposed he's, to be he, walking, I would assume a green light would work best. Because green means fucking go. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, red means was he stop. Green? Absolutely he's green. When you go in other countries, he's green. But these are the subtle ways that white supremacy culture takes over your mind. And so now I can I even, only move forward and progress when I'm given permission by a fucking white light. That's insane. It's insane. I've never noticed that, yeah. thought of that. I'm I mean, still, I'm very pissed about it. I mean, that's something like that seems minor, but it's really not. Nope. It's crazy. Well, what seems even dumber about that whole situation is why would they put it as a white light instead of a green light to begin with? Patriarchy. It's subtle ways that manipulation happens and that capitalism takes place. Like if if you want white culture to be the majority, you put that message in the thing that nobody after 50 years of living in America is going to pay attention to, especially if they're they've never been out of the country. Because yeah. it's just a part of, all, I thought it was normal. When I went out of the country, it was just like, yeah. like that's why I stopped in the middle of the street. 
Yeah. It's green. Yeah. It would have floored like, me too. I was like, it's green. It's are we in Ireland? Is right. Like, what is going on? Exactly. It was crazy. And that then the, the crazy. crazy, the other thing that was very mind blowing, you know, being able to tap into this humanity part that you asked me is that I called my mom because there was a, a police driving by. And even in Brazil, when we went and New Zealand, none of them had guns. Right. That was like, I called my mom and I said, the police don't have guns here. And she's like, are you sure it's the police? I said, I am, I am pretty sure. And I'm like, I've never seen anything like this in my life. And my mom is in her seventies now. Yeah. And, and from what she knows from being a little girl is police have always had guns. And so I get, I've had, I would say, um, associates or people when they're not in cop uniform, I deal with them. Right. Yeah. But what most people don't understand is that police officers, the point of a police started because they were slave catchers. So how, if you look at the history, they were slave catchers. So how can you ignore how we got here from there? This is why when my white friends want to tell me that they're sending fucking money to Africa as opposed to investing in black and brown people that are doing the work here, for sheer survival, I get frustrated because you're ignoring the fact of what is happening right now. And then it's yeah. like this, this saviorism that happens. But when I realized that there were no guns there, I also, again, just tie it to how much money this country makes off of prison systems, which I do work in. Yeah. How, they, how much they make off of drugs, how much they make wow. off of people being poor, you know? And, yeah. and, and yeah. it's like the rich get richer, like, I'm I'm reading um, Rich Dad Poor Dad, and there's oh, yeah. um, a new book out by Tony Robbins mm-hmm. um, because I'm very fascinated with with wealth, but it's this this scarcity mindset of people that have everything and still want more. Yeah, Agreed. welcome to America. Well, it's yeah. like I, I I think about that a lot in the sense of like corporate cultures, like. Yeah. This year's sales hit this. Next year we've got to hit this. Yeah. It's like, always like that. You can never it's never good enough to just maintain yeah. and keep your customer base happy. Yeah. You have to grow and you have to make more. Yeah. Well, you're not lying. And it, it's at all. It uh, it feels it's just like you said it just feeds a system of greed because yeah. it's never a satisfied. It's never enough. Yeah. Never. Like there's always But anyways, yeah, yeah that's, no, that's... it's it's not, and 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 this makes me think about when I was in Cologne. So on Sunday, mm-hmm. they shut down a lot of the businesses because they have an expectation that Sunday you spend time with your family. They wow. actually, in a lot of countries, shun people from, um, or they look down on you if you work more than forty hours a week. Right here, heard that too. yeah, it's like <laughs> wow, ooh, you work seventy hours and you only getting paid for thirty. You are dedicated. It's how many hours can you work? Yeah. It's like a ba- a badge of honor. To, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. And I told my partner, I was like, my, I expect my life expectancy to be lower if I stay in this country consistently from now until whenever. But I do expect my life expectancy to be higher if I'm able to have these pockets of safety. Yeah. Um, a little bit here in Germany, a little bit in Brazil, a little and a lot of it, hopefully in New Zealand. Um, New Zealand, I didn't cry when I left. I cried when I left Germany. I cried when I left Brazil. Yeah. New Zealand felt different. Really? I don't know why. It's almost like I felt home, like I was at home um, for the first time. And when people ask me, why did I choose New Zealand? I don't, honestly don't even think I knew New Zealand was on the fucking map. Right, right. To be, What's this to place? To be real. 
Yeah. yeah. And it's what just I Australia d- light. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Like Oh, that's nice. Because in a lot of maps you it doesn't even put New Zealand on the map at yeah. all. Yeah. It's like Wow. Um It is beautiful. Yeah. I mean just because that's where they shot all of the Lord of the Rings, like if oh, the movies. Gosh, that's so stunning. all that scenic yeah. stuff, that's New Zealand. Yeah. Wow. It's I really go. Dope. Yeah, you go should. Go to a house. They and have come penguins visit there, too. They have what now? Penguins. Oh, Shout penguins. out to Happy Feet. I love that movie. I know, right? Such a good movie. <laughs> so let me ask you, when you were in these other countries, did you see other men and women that were black? Yeah. Yeah. What about other nat like other yeah. races? Did yeah. you see, like, was it just kind of like a melting pot? Yeah. Um. So... Germany was different. It was okay. uh, more so white people in the places that I went. Yeah. Um, Brazil was a lot of brown people. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, did see black people. New Zealand was, the, uh, their native people are called the Maori people. Okay. And um, to me, they I didn't, I look, they looked brown to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there was a lot of people that I believe would identify as Asian there. Okay. And so I didn't see a lot of people that looked like me. I think when I came from that trip, um, I had just posted on my Facebook no guns or something mm-hmm. in New Zealand, and my cousin literally, I'm go- we going back home is murdered. He's shot in his no. home. Yeah, like simultaneously. And so when people are like, you know, I- I'm not a person that needs to be around a lot of black people or white people or whatever. I want to be around healthy people. I want to be around good people. And if yeah. I need to fucking see black people. That's why we got social media. Hell, I can go to the mirror and look at my own black self. Like, you know, you know what I mean? So it's like, those are the ways that I try to like live um, my life because I realized that the, the taxing, the work that I do, which is racial equity work. um, Mm -hmm. And again, I've done work in the, in the men's prison and I've done poetry in the women's prison. And um, I co-chair a board now, um, the name of the organization is our children's place and we just, we support the children of incarcerated parents. Oh, so my wow. whole life in America, even though I love these entities that I'm in, it is still about survival. Right. And I always think of who I would be outside of having to be safe before I can think about being anything else. And in New Zealand, it just gave me uh, a piece about like just being a person, like just you being just a normal, normal. person. Yeah. Yeah. So like in America right now, like if you leave my house and you go to the gas station, does it go through your head just getting out of the car or walking in? I'm black. Shit, the shit that I had to drive through to get here, I was like, I ain't know where Sean ass was taking me. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'll tell you something. I was like, hold up now. And I'm like, where the street lights at? I'll give y'all this story. So oh, oh. <laughs> my my partner and I, we go and um we so we for some reason, you know, white people, y'all do weird shit. Let me yeah. tell well, y'all what y'all you, do. You know, you're not that's, wrong. That's, yeah. You're not wrong. Real slick but shit. But we don't put raisins in our potato salad. Well, that's yeah, just I've heard that some white people do that. Yeah. And I, I don't know anybody that like that. But go ahead. disgusting. That is I gross. I know it's nasty. <laughs> um, I can't associate with people <laughs> like that. So we're leaving her birthday party with her grandmother or whatever, right? And then we are driving and I... Don't drive my car. Normally, I drive my car when I go with my white friends because they want to think that all their white friends think that I'm a good color. Now, you don't know what you think I am if you ain't never had no black people in your house. Oh. If you ain't never really ate, broke bread with black people. Yes. And you start sweating and shit. You don't even know what's happening to you because you're getting scared. So, all this is happening. <laughs> so, we're in the car. We driving. All of a sudden, I'm trying to text where I'm going to somebody but I ain't got no service so Uh-oh. that's the first strike oh uh, hell where we going uh oh then we get we tr- get further out and she like you know 
if you get uncomfortable, we should have a code. Bitch, a code? Why the fuck would I be getting uncomfortable? So we're yeah, driving yo, more. Now what? I can't text nobody where I'm at because I don't have service. I don't know where I'm going because I'm geographically not I'm inclined to figure out where the fuck I am. And yeah. you're not driving. And I'm not driving. Yeah. And so I was like, well, what does that mean? Why you know? I gotta have a code word? Why we need a code? Exactly. So we talk yeah. it through. The code is gonna be I'm gonna like hit my nose. Oh. Because it needs to be something like easy. I'd, I'd have picked something like X Lax! X Lax! Yeah. Because if you're in danger, you ain't trying to draw like attention, right? Yeah. So we get there, we get in the car, I'm sweating because I'm like, why well, I need a code? Well, a UNC basketball game was coming on. When I told y'all, we walk in the house. Yeah. And she goes in before me. All of a sudden, this German shepherd oh, comes around the corner. And when I tell y'all, I thought my face was going to be bitten off. So she's like, get back, get back. Like this, just like shadowing well, the car, got, oh, like the, uh, the dog, get back, get back. And I'm in the back beating the shit out of my nose. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. And then I'm realizing that, you know, this was a dumb fucking signal because you can't see me right now. <laughs> so I'm beating my nose trying to give the signal that I think I'm about to die. None of those white people got up. Finally, she what? had to like say, get up, get this dog. She puts the dog in, they put the dog in like a room. Had the dog ever seen a black person? Yes. So, you know, German shepherds were used to catch yes. slaves yeah. that were yeah. running. Well, not yeah. only that, German shepherds or in Germany were bred to, for war. For war. Yeah. Like this motherfucker ain't seen no black people. Yeah. If he ain't never seen, and yeah. somebody should warn you. Yeah, I mean think? that's my thing. Like, if my dog had never seen a black person, I'd no, be like, "No, let, my dog's I, never seen a black if person." If we're being real, that dog should have never been on the loose to be put in that situation to begin with. Right. 100%. I, I am so particular about that with animals meeting people. I mean, mine was on the leash. Yeah, which mine I was in the kennel. It's like my yeah. no, yeah. because I go into people's houses all day long, and yeah. I have to deal with that crap. And I've been bit, and I've been chased and i've been so i don't i don't play when it comes to it ain't i mean i had to i had to like i was starting to think that i had my freedom papers i was worried like was i running away from something so the dog is going so crazy y'all the dog is scratching through the door to get at me so they had to put the dog outside in the car he left the window down dog was safe good god you talk about ptsd oh Uh, hell and then how do the white people act like nothing happened i mean like afterwards ignored it straight chilling one unhappened yeah. I'd have been like profusely yeah. apologizing. Yeah. This was, I mean, this is the shit I said that white people do. Like first, yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, crazy. It's, it was insane. So I was not prepared for that. And I did almost die um, by the murder of a German shepherd. Yeah. Um, and I definitely feel like I still need freedom papers on me. That is some crazy stuff right there. Yeah. 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 Did you ever figure out where you were? No, I still don't know. <laughs> if somebody paid me a million dollars right That's now to say where you were, I'm on, I was like, Forget it, forget it, get it out your head, get it out yeah. your head. Type yeah, shit. yeah. It was insane. Wow. But that that goes back to me not knowing at what moment people feel threatened, you know. And so I have a lot of white friends. Yeah. And white family. And and going back to the guy who says he's giving to the kids in Africa. Mm-hmm. I it gets on my nerves when white people want to um give their guilt away. Like, or, or buy it. You can't buy it. Like, we got to live with this shit. So people always talk about 400 years of slavery. And we are still, as black people, dealing with oppression. Um, there are studies to show that, you know, we're getting paid less to do the same work or, or if not more work. All these things, facts, facts, facts. Yeah. What I want to see someone do a study on 
is young white boys. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at 99.9% of school shootings, it is not the black and brown kids. It's a crazy white boy. That are <laughs> oppressed. Yes. And rightfully so should be pissed the fuck off. It is young white boys. And I and I bring this up because mental health is real. And yes. if you think that slavery affected me, how the fuck do you think that enslaving somebody doesn't affect you? Yeah. Whether it was your ancestor or not. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like these 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 moments of teaching and even teaching in, in the school system where you have like 12-year-old white kids like, oh, I hate black people because I know my dad told me about you. <gasps> and they stand in front of you. And, and we're you, talking about- Have you people say that to you? Oh my God, kids, yeah. God, because this is what they get taught. Think about it. If you, for the most part, Shoot. especially in rural, rural places yeah. in North Carolina, the only time you see in a black person is on the news- and I told them, yeah, normally yeah. it ain't the good news. I said, you you letting your kids hang with black people. I don't fucking hang with and I'm black. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But they don't see that. And so now this history of oppression just gets perpetuated. And now your great-great-grandfather and grandmother telling stories about colors and all this stuff without the reality. And so even at my age, I'm still learning about, it, it sucks to still say it's the first black person to do this. The first black person yeah. to do that. Yes. The first, I'm the first college, you know, graduate. I mean, I'm happy, but damn, why? And that's when yes. you get to generational wealth. So for most black families, wealth goes backwards. So now, because my mom used her retirement yeah. to send me to school, I support her now. Mm-hmm. When in most white oh, families, wow. the wealth goes forward. That's in Asian cultures a lot like that, too. Because like. When parents retire, the kids move to wherever the parents want to go and they support the parents for the rest of their life. Wow. Yeah. And most of those families, the families had something to give the kid. Yeah, they had a business or something that they took over. Which is which is very unlikely for black families. Yeah. It it's you're always indebted to somebody. You know, and this is why when people give me money, so I have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash I am Soteria. Um, but you can give monthly five dollars a month or yes, you know yeah. fifty dollars whatever and i share about the community stories we just partnered with orange county yes um, i saw that schools. on your page thank you yes yeah, really cool. arts commission and boomerang um so i like to show people where the the money's going but what i say is if you gotta wait till i'm fucking homeless or a drug addict to give me money i don't want your money yeah because i pray to god i never have to endure some of the things that my family members have and yeah. if that's the only way that you are willing to invest in my work and what i do i just rather not have your money and yeah. so this is a call to action for people who say they want to invest in the work hell i would you would be given to me in africa if i knew where the fuck i was from and when people ask me about my citizenship in america do you know what i say to them forced forced Ooh. Cause I didn't have a choice. Well, we yeah. were t- we were talking about this a couple weeks ago when we we had okay. Ty as a guest. Yeah. You know, she you're yeah. saying a lot of the same things. Yeah. But I've had friends just like you talk about you know lineage. Just like either they don't want to look or they already know, but they don't want to trace it back. What's the point of doing a twenty three of me? Real. I'm, I'm gonna find something I didn't want to find, or you yeah. know exactly where it's going to go to some plantation in the south, and then all records are going to be gone from that point. Yeah. Yeah, and, wow. you know me, a I don't have to worry about that. Right. If right. I do it, I know I'm going to end up somewhere in Europe probably. Right, exactly. That's, that's the only thing in my mind that yeah. I got to think about. Like, yeah. we're extra white. Like, we pale. <laughs> she but, said extra white. Oh, my God. I can't. But, you know, <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's, 
Lack wow. of tone. <laughs> yeah, we do have that. Toner needed. We got a kid down there that you didn't see. We got to sunblock her every 30 minutes. Oh, my God, not every 30 minutes. With a 50, yeah, no and lie. it don't work. And people don't understand. Aww. We'll be like, we're going to do a beach day. And they're like, I mean, these will be our white friends. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to be there all day. And I'm like, we can't be there all day. Right. Because this one <laughs> is real white. Yeah. And, and no yeah. matter what we put her under, it don't matter. She's going to fry like a little lobster. Oh, my gosh. So, but we but, knew that when we got together. Yeah. We were like, we're going to make some white babies on accident. <laughs> they're, gonna, they're just going to be real white. Real white. They're going to have them big old cheeks, tiny lips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a true story. Yeah, babies are cute, though. But Thanks. you were talking about using money here instead of africa or whatever. yeah yeah i think it's important to invest in what we're doing now so um we have three businesses a uh, coffee shop is in carborough north carolina it's called present day on main um you can find out more information about the coffee shop at present day on um com and then a nonprofit called grow your world um grow your and then i am soteria.com so I'll talk about the coffee shop. Last year, we won two awards, one for keeping our, our employees safe. It was a COVID safety award from the health oh, department. Wow. Thank you. And then we also won um, one of the greatest honors, I feel, was the Polly Murray Award centered around civil rights and social justice from a business perspective. And so on my website, I have a video that talks about turning the tables where mm -hmm. um, if you stand in front of our coffee shop to the right of it, it's a slave cemetery. So talking about limit, uh, lineage, it was Whoa. insane. Good God. And and that's in Chatham County? It's in Orange County. Orange County. Yeah. Orange County. Carborough. In Carborough, no Right behind, like, uh, yeah. Chapel Hill. Yeah. Wow. And I was so, I was depressed when I had to move back to Carborough because I was in Durham. And in America, every now and then, it does help you to see people that look like you. Um, because if not, then people can find you as a threat. And that's what I found, like, in, in Carborough initially. I was anxious because people didn't know who I was. Yeah. And so when I first moved there, I called the police um, chief and I said, it's going to be some black people that's going to be at the coffee shop a lot. By black people, I mean my black ass. So yeah, let yeah, the officers yeah. know. Like, because it wasn't a lot of black people. I was very depressed. And Dang. this was around the time of George did they, How did they act when you called him? Uh, he was like, why you say that? I said, because I need you to know. Yeah. Because I don't want you like profiling over here. Yeah. Like don't come 100%. over here looking thinking I'm doing something wrong. Absolutely. Because I'm going to be here late at night. Yeah. Because you're, you're one of the owners, yeah, right? I'm one yeah. of the owners. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm one of the owners. Yeah. Yeah. I've still had people. So I'll tell you about when I started the project. So I was very depressed and sad. I was going to therapy. And then my therapist was telling me about the art stuff happening in downtown Durham. So then I started walking the land and like I grew up with my mom like, walk around the house and pray and I just sometimes walk around the land I just yeah. pray and thank God for the land and I heard from spirit and I feel like my ancestors like the tables are songs and I didn't understand what that meant but we had these broken down like picnic tables old yeah. picnic tables and I started to understand that I had to invite artists to put murals on the picnic tables. Wow. So I got artists and the theme was like social justice and equity to put murals on the picnic tables. And then we had a white shed door. Mm -hmm. um, and then they put a mural on the shed door. And then we had like these old chairs and I had um, one of the artists and I, I did a call for artists of color and it just so happened that all the artists for the first rendition were black. Oh, wow. That's and cool. within one week of putting art on the the broken pieces so to speak yeah our demographic change black really? brown we have a drink called the good karen 
Shout out to the good Karens. <laughs> Love that. It's amazing. It's a it's a peppermint mocha drink. I think I, I might identify yeah. as a Is it a white Karen. mocha? <laughs> uh, so it was named after our previous assistant manager's mom. Yeah. And she liked chocolate milk. Okay. How Aww. can you not though, right? Right. I love chocolate um, milk. Was her name Karen? Is her that why it's called Karen. the good Karen? Yeah. Because she perfect... was one of those people that would like just send me money. Like, I know you're doing good things. I know wow. you're doing good things. And and a lot of the projects, like I use my personal performance money yeah. to put back into the community. And so to see what art could do, part of my presentation yesterday was showing how if you take white walls, wherever you are, and put an intentional piece of art, it can make someone feel at home just yeah. to see a mural that looks like you. And so if I'm not mistaken, the mural that we have, it's one of the first where there's a black woman on the mural. Oh, um, wow. And it, it just did something that I even, didn't even know that I needed at the time. Yeah. You know, um, so we won that Polly Mori Award. And I had this dream and mm-hmm. I wrote on because uh, we believe in like affirmations and, mani- you know, you yeah. manifest, you have what you say. Speak it. Speak it. Exactly. Yeah. So we put it, I put on um, the wall that I have an interview with uh, on being or something and Nikki Giovanni. Mm-hmm. So when we win an award, Nikki Giovanni ends up being the keynote speaker. All right. Who's that? Yeah. Nikki Giovanni is a prolific, amazing author and poet okay. that is um, such a grounding force mm-hmm. to art and artistry um, for all people. But for me specifically as a black woman in the ways that she has shown up in the world through poetry. And, and I remember she wow. was one of the first books of poetry I got in college. And at that time, I didn't understand her work as much because I was come out of that being an athlete from high yeah. school. But now, I mean, just to like have Nikki Giovanni and, and so it was on That's Zoom. Like a hero. Oh, cool. So I was like moving my Zoom box beside her, taking <laughs> pictures, because you can do that. Like I was like, let me move my Zoom box. It was insane. <laughs> I didn't even know you could do it that. It was so crazy. Um so now we're using a coffee shop as an event space. Um, we use it as a community space for after school programs. So, you know, if you want to rent this space and have yeah. events, we've had some council members take their launch their campaigns from the coffee um, shop. Um, nice. Eliezer um, is running now and um, he came like just last week. His brother's a DJ. It was just really, really, co- really, really cool to mm-hmm. invite the people into the space. And then we have the nonprofit. So I was telling you all how poetry has just changed my life. Well, I didn't meet a black female scientist until I was 30 years old. I don't know that I've ever yeah, met a black female scientist. There you go. I don't know if he's technically a scientist or more of a political scientist, but I did know one guy who served under every president since like Nixon to Obama. Dang. It was a customer. I love to just sit and talk to him. He had pictures of himself with Nelson Mandela. Oh, yes. And like, yeah. the only person he ever talked bad about, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm just saying he spoke bad about this one person. This is not Sean's opinion. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> His daughter worked for oh. Hillary Clinton and he despised her. Oh, <laughs> little ting ting. Little ting ting. But anyways, I'm sorry. No, you good. Scientists. You good. Oh um, gosh. So when I when I grew up, I had never seen a black scientist, and it was like Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was like, "Fuck Bill Nye!" But I was I, like, "No, Bill Nye like taught that. me a lot." I don't like Bill Nye. Bill Nye taught me a lot. Um, He's not even a real scientist. No. <laughs> Can I put my feet on here? Is that okay? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. Oh yeah. Make stuff at home. Um, so the thing that was so pivotal is because I met her through poetry because they needed a poet for an event, 
at um, Biogen. Um, and I never thought that I could be a scientist because I never saw any black scientists. You thought you could be an athlete? Yeah. And what was the other one? Athlete and... Musician. Yeah, musician. Oh, yeah, like, like a rapper. Music, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so Grow Your World, the nonprofit, is really... My partner's white, and so we co-founded it. But what we realized is... Just because you have opportunities put in front of you doesn't mean you have access to it. So just because somebody mm-hmm. there's a door right there, well, if you don't have a key to get in, it's just a door. Yeah. Just because you ha- just because you get into college and you can't afford to go, doesn't mean you have access yeah. to actually be there. And so all of these things in my life where I started to realize that, you know, people call America like living the American dream. Well, for black people specifically i don't know if you guys have taken any rei trainings probably not i, I, I don't work what for is a big REI? company it's it's um racial equity institute so i take um a lot of inclusion and diversity trainings at the bank where i work okay so yeah they're they're rei it's done. depressing as a black person and as oh. a white person it's good to know but it shows you the tier of the trajectory for American capitalism and how white women are at the top and then white men. And then you get, um, wow. you get, uh, I believe Asian men and women. And then like in, in, uh, are you talking about Latinx. for like, find like attracting people to come into the business? Their no, demographic or are you- for who the world, who America thrives, who will thrive the best in America. Gotcha. Okay. So at the very bottom, after you get through this list of people and is black women basically darn the very bottom that is depressing we are we are under black men believe it or not so it makes you really feel either super depressed or like i gotta push and i gotta push hard this ain't gonna be easy no which is why i love new zealand because here so much of the work whether it's you know through the art and seeing how people come in and like i I got i love the coffee but i feel safe here you know like when do you I mean, it's it's a very humbling experience to see adult people say they feel safe. And it's like, why the fuck do we still need to be saying that? You know, and then it you got to so know. so sad. I've had, so not, yeah, no, not in good. any way that it's identical to that, but um, we're huge LGBTQIA allies. Yeah. And we've had children in our home that have not come out amongst their family or, yeah. or other, you know, They've been around us, yeah. and they tell us, "I feel so safe here," mm, and that, like, that. it like literally makes you feel amazing to yeah. be that safe space. So I'm sure you feel that yeah. way too. Yeah, yeah, I definitely have felt that way with identity, um, like teaching people about pronouns, like yes. I use she her. But then uh, the kid who just won um, the art event, you say them, and their parents, yes. you know, are still like, we all have to correct ourselves. Yeah. And well, I'm just like, if we're all willing to learn, as like... As a 39-year-old, I still unintentionally have to I make a mistake with yeah. that. It's it's just so ingrained in me. Yeah. The, the yeah. Orig- you know, what I was taught growing yeah. up, that it's like, you really got to work. Yeah. And it's a conscious effort. So if you're not willing to make that conscious effort, nothing's going to change. No. But if you are willing, it's life-changing for those people. I had a situation recently <sighs> yes. where I was around a young man... Um, he presented as a young man. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. But I suddenly thought, let me ask pronouns. And yeah. I said, hey, um, what are your pronouns? Are you he, she, they? Yeah. And in reality, it was she. So then I began calling her by her correct name. Yeah. And I said, I completely understand. And a few times I messed up. But when I mess up, I correct myself. Say, whoops, yeah. sorry about that. And I just keep rolling. Yeah. But 
she opened up so much to me and started smiling. And it literally brought me so much joy because everybody else in that room unintentionally, you know, they're just not meeting that person where they need to be met. Yeah. So. And the suicide rate is high for the pandemic. It's gone up for young kids, which is why having conversations like this around mm-hmm. sexual identity and saying more than like your body's a temple. It's like, well, it's also good to fucking know how shit works <laughs> in the yes. real world. Abstinence <laughs> is not the only option yeah. for sex guys. So we need to actually teach our children yep. before we think they're going to get married. Well, Absolutely. It, teach them if you want to, this is well, the best way we feel, but still teach them how it works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To not yeah. know anything yeah. so about your biology, yeah. you know, yeah. there's, 18 year old kids that grew up their entire life in church that don't even know how a baby's made for yeah. crying out loud. Or that you can't get pregnant on your so. period or things like that. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot. Whereas, like, we've always, our, I don't know, we have teenagers in the house. Yeah. So, I mean, we're open and honest with them about it. They may not love that. They probably don't. But yeah. we're like, you know what? Hey, if you're going to hit it, um, would we prefer that you it. wait? You know, yeah, it'd be great yeah. if you wait. But if you're going to hit it, here's a couple things you need to know. Yeah. First, look up a dick pic with herpes. You know okay? what? You don't want yes, that junk. Okay? You better be 100. Oh, and, and I am. And then I'm also like, and another thing, don't give away that ass for free. Make them work for it. I know that's right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, if Sean, you're going to... keeper. You hear if me? If you're going to uh, do yeah. it, yeah. like... I'd rather educate you yeah. and yeah. you make them wrap that thing up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. going to educate you. <laughs> Yo, I love your white girl. <laughs> like I'm just being serious. <laughs> oh, but, I love it. But you know, I grew up where it was abstinence yeah. and then marriage. Yeah. And if you, we were very purity culture, yeah. like extremely. And now yeah. I don't believe in the purity culture. Well, anymore. it goes back yeah. to what you I were talking don't. about yeah. with the Bible and the thousand different translations, you know, yeah. The way I break it down for people, what I feel is like, I, I growing up, no, it was beat, in, not beat, you know, but yeah. it was drilled into me that everything in that book is 100% true. Every yeah. word was the infallible word of God by God yeah. through men. Yeah. And I just, I, as I grew up and I learned more about science, yeah, yeah, <laughs> things changed. Like the whole yeah. world covering, covered with water with Noah's. Right. I'm going, I'm making a point and then I'll stop. But no, you good. If the whole world was covered with water and all the animals got off in that one particular place where the ark let them off, then how come koala bears, kangaroos, and all these one-of-a-kind animals are only located in Australia that mm. is a water-bound country? Big it doesn't people. connect with anything yeah. else. Yeah. So that kind of tells That's me real. the entire world maybe wasn't... It, have you ever played telephone as a kid where oh, you yeah. tell one person what that goes around and by the yeah. time it comes back, it's not yeah. even remotely yeah. resembling anything Hell, we you don't said. even want to write on pen and paper. You think they're sketching all that shit in stone? That's what <laughs> I'm talking about. It's like it was an oral <laughs> right? tradition. Like if you actually research the culture back then, oh. it's like everything was passed down by story. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What? There's a thousand different ways those stories could go by yeah. the time it gets written in English yeah. for me to read yeah. it. But essentially, we were taught you don't question that. Yeah. This is what we believe, you know, and don't question it. And definitely do not question a leader. Yeah. An authority. Oh, yeah. Do not touch the prophet or the prophetess. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't mess with that junk. And so now to be in a place where we're questioning, you know, and Sean's like, what, 39? I'm almost 41. I mean, we're like questioning stuff now. And I can, I know it's not comfortable for some of our 
friends, friends possibly and, family, and, yeah. and our family yeah. definitely but also i love that we're here now yeah i love yeah. this space and that's yeah. why i call it my faith journey yeah there's just some things that i don't believe anymore but at the end of the day I still like Jesus. Yeah. I think he's pretty cool. There you go. You know what I'm saying? So I tell yeah. people, I'm like, Jesus is my homeboy. We still, we're good. <laughs> we're good. We're good. Yeah. But I don't necessarily believe everything I did once upon a time. Yeah. So. Yeah. My mom has um, had a beautiful journey of my, me and my partner. And I remember going, um, I didn't want to get married without telling her. Yeah. And I called my dad and my mom. They're, they're divorced, but I called them to a park. And then I called my sister-in-law, who when I quit school, she my mom threatened that she was going to beat me up. Ooh. So I had her on my side this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then I brought my aunt for my dad, and I told her that my partner and I were going to get married. And um, I remember going and leaving work that, that weekend, and I said to my supervisor, like, I might lose my mom this weekend. And she said, is she ill? Is she sick? And I said, no. I said, but she just may never want to talk to me again. Yeah. And so it took me three years of therapy with my therapist to practice and rehearse like telling my mom and you know when Is I just like you actually coming out yeah just yeah, coming to out my mom yeah now did you come out at the same time you told her you were getting married yeah it was all oh, that time. was a big that was big yeah. all at once yeah. yeah cause I wanted to make sure like I want to be like you know was, oh this is a phase like I, I mean I'm like I mean I, we both have had male partners what I found yeah. is that she was the first person in my life I did not have to dumb myself down for when it was time important. to support her, I could support her. When it's time for me to shine, she could help me shine. It was no competition. Yes. yes. Um, I think even like for most men, everything was geared towards sex, which was like fucking insane to me. I'm just like, do you ever calm down, bro? <laughs> you know, like, no. can we talk? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, it was like. You have to come up with a solution that works best for you. We'll say that. Because <laughs> us women, we be wired a little different. Right. I mean, yeah. it was just like all these things. Because I believe in intimacy and connection. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, the whole hit it and quit it mentality, I was just like, you could just, like, you could go fuck an egg and it happens. I'm just like, yeah. how does that? So all these things, like, I'm starting, I started to learn about love. And something that I do when you talk about questioning, I say, you know, I'm in this place of curiosity around yeah. my upbringing. And there has been a lot of unlearning. Um, and one of them has just been around First Corinthians 13. Yes. That talks love. about love. And my entire life. I've been taught that love should not have conditions. You should love people unconditionally. Yeah. And I believe that's bullshit because you can't beat me. That's the fucking condition to love me. If you really love me, you mm. shouldn't rate me. If you love me, if I say no, you know, these are things that yeah, yeah. I'm watching my friends go through and they like, but he loves me. And the Bible says I shouldn't oh. get divorced. Oh, no. And so love is unconditional. And so I should unconditionally love this person that cheats on me but it over should be and reciprocated. over. Hundred percent. It's not a one way street. It's not. But we don't. We don't have like this curiosity about well, what does unconditional. Because I said you fucking love me. We got some conditions. <laughs> a bitch ain't trying to be getting cheated on. Okay. Right. Well, we I ain't trying to get my head beat in. We had that conversation a while back about like cheating. Like if if I cheated, I a hundred percent feel like Sean should have the opportunity to walk away. Right. And I feel the same way for him. And I said, I want to make sure you feel the same because I've come to realize not all cultures, not all men and women agree with that. Yeah. Like some people, like the man can cheat all day, but a woman better not cheat. And I'm like, oh boy, that ain't going to work in this house. Ain't going to work. I'm like, I need to make sure well, we're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I approach it a little bit different. Like I, I'm gonna need to know what you got to say here. <laughs> I'm not going to cheat. Like if we've come to a place where that is an issue, I'm gonna tell you, and I'm probably just going to walk away. Yeah, yeah. Because I care. That's the thing. You know, they people talk about you know guys aren't in touch with their feelings. That's not really true. It's just when we access them is a little bit different. But I care enough about you and how you feel yeah. that I wouldn't want to hurt you in that way. Yeah, me walking away would it's definitely not yeah. be a, a positive. Yeah. But at the, it, in my mind, at least you know exactly where we stand. Sean, you issue. know your ass ain't normal, though, right? That's what I was just about to say. <laughs> I just want to say, you did 0.5% of I me. guess. Yeah, which I even appreciate. Sean, like... Even, I, like, I don't know. I think it? I feel like my friends. We've talked about this. We we definitely feel these things, and we feel these ways. It's not spoken about enough. It's what well, we. When do dudes ever talk about? Stuff well, like on this that? podcast, <laughs> you dudes yeah. listen. If y'all feel this way, you need to tell your wife. Yeah, call in to one eight hundred. Tell the truth. I don't know. That's <laughs> right, not really right. a number, by the way. Because we don't hear that, so we don't Probably think is. that about the yeah. way the way men work or the yeah. way their minds work. But I already know you're different. Because look, I was like, I take like really long baths to relax. And so yesterday, was it yesterday? I was in the bath for a while and Sean was like, are you coming down soon? Like coming downstairs? And I was like, yeah, I guess in a little while. And he's like, cause I miss you. And really Aww. what he wants to do is just sit next to me on the couch. Yeah. That's one of his love languages yeah. is that spending time together. Yeah. Whereas for me, that's not my love language. Yeah. But like knowing that like he feels that way is so important to me to honor that yeah. in our relationship. So yeah. I, I wanted to stay in that bathtub another hour. I ain't even lying. I wanted to keep refilling that thing with hot water. But I was like, yeah. you know what? The reason yeah. our marriage is almost 21 years is because yeah. we're willing. Like, you know what? We're going to. Yeah, we're, yeah. Like, you know, it's exciting. I mean, how many years were bad? I don't know. Maybe seven. I don't know. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. <laughs> you don't count the bad times. You don't yeah. count that. But I don't know. It's a, it's a process. Well, communication, right? And yes. being vulnerable with someone. It's like when I was with her, I didn't feel like. She wanted to know my weaknesses to use them against me at some point. Or, oh, again, yes. you know, like, when you start to open up yourself to someone, and my mom, after she had that ablation surgery, yeah. um, my partner was there, and downstairs, like, take, took the dishes from upstairs because my mom wasn't coming down the stairs. My mom said to me, how can you not love her? I love that. And when I tell you, I almost just, like, boohooed and cried. It was just such a beautiful moment my mom to try to understand why I love this person. And we both could have had anybody like, you know, yeah, yeah. And we chose, we actively chose to be in a relationship. And so, you know, a lot of people don't know. Because I love that. Even chose. before we, we did. And even you choose every day, every, and every we have conversations. Like yes. I say, are you still happy? Cause homie, I want you happy. You ask me that a lot. Yeah. Whether you realize it or not. I don't think I realize that I do that. It's important. To know that, like, why when you love somebody, you want yeah. them to be happy. Yeah. You know? Oh, well, like, his happiness matters more than my own. Like, hands yeah. down. I'm like, oh, what? You're not happy? What can I do to fix that? Yeah. Let me fix yeah. it right now. <laughs> you know, like, that's me. I'm going to get kind of And manic. I know that about her, and I have to be careful not to yeah. use that against her. Yeah. Because literally, literally, yeah. if he says, I want this item, I'll be like, I will go through hell and high water. It's Aww. like sometimes I, to I, get it I have him. to watch myself. Because you know, you just throw stuff out in yeah. normal conversation. Oh, that's cool. And then next yeah. thing I know. There's a new guitar that just shipped to oh, you. Oh, like, shit. Wait, wait a $600 guitar. Or I don't even know how much it was. <laughs> Hold on, but sister. Anyway, I just said that let, on a Facebook post. Let me back you up a little bit. Yeah. You were talking about you had your family in yeah, the park. Yeah, I want to know about this. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I had him in the park. And let me tell you, my dad 
because I gathered everybody. And once I said, you know, I want you guys to know I'm getting married. He said the sweetest thing. He said, I thought you were going to tell me something was wrong. I thought you were going to tell me you had cancer or something. Oh, and I was like, dad, that is so fucking sweet. Like I was so, he was just like, like almost like brought to tears. He was so relieved that I wasn't dying. Yeah. yeah. We can only go up from there. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And with dads, I always say, Hey, you like girls too. Oh yeah, exactly. Always throw that out. Hey, you know how I feel. Yeah, (laughs) and he helped my mom because again, my mom is a Southern Baptist minister. Sure, and so she was a minister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so my dad, when my dad said that, my mom was like, "Well, I love her too. I just love God." And I was like, "Mom, I love God too. I'm not doing this with you." And she said, "Well, what did what did your bishop say?" Uh-oh. And he's like a god dad, him and his family. And I had left church because I was like, you know, I won't fucking deal with religious people. I love God, and I don't need to be in church to deal with that. Ain't a whole lot of affirming churches. It's not. And he called me, and he's like, he literally was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I was like, "Dad, what you mean?" He's like, "This is your dad talking." He's like, "You don't let anybody remove you from a place that God has brought you. I love you." He's like, my wife loves you and anybody you love, we will love. And she has said from the pulpit publicly, if we are wrong, let God deal with us. But we are not going to turn people away when people are just looking to love God. There you go. Wow. Is that your mama that said that? This is my my pastors at Launch Ministries, which is in Raleigh. What? Yeah. They're like mentors, like godparents. They've been amazing. That's amazing. Welcome Sophie in with open arms and it's i love it because it's like they're not up there every sunday talking about quote-unquote sin or what people have deemed as sin it's just like it's just whatever the fuck they're preaching about they're preaching about you know that's something that i've had to get used to like because i i had stepped away from church i just wasn't interested yeah i got tired of all the crap politics Every, yeah. All of it. All it's of just, it. Yeah. It's, but at the same time, community is a wonderful thing. Yeah. And you kind of missed that. Right. And so it brought me back in. But this church that we, it's kind of weird. If you know our situation with church, we were going to a church, they closed their doors. And so we all kind of moved over to another one. But they have a completely different approach than when I grew up. Yeah. And it was all about, uh, we're on this journey together. I'm not sitting here trying to pinpoint or look for your sin. I have my own to worry about. And so we're just focused. When you're looking at God, let's just, for lack of a better paraphrase, but when you're looking at God, all the stuff is out of focus. Yeah. And so why are you concentrated on all these other things instead of what you're supposed to be? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I I remember um, there have been pivotal moments in my life. Well, one, I... You know, people are funny because I don't share my personal life because if you're hiring me to do a job, my personal life ain't got shit to do with yeah. it. Um, but I I remember just moments of, you know, people thinking that they knew who I who I was. And I'm just like, I don't even know who I am. I still don't know who I am. You yeah. know, and don't try to read me. Yeah. Giving yeah. ourselves permission to simply just be who we are in that moment, you know, and being in a safe community yes. that. You know, if I find myself, you know, frustrated about things or whatever, mental health. And it's just so many things that we we have a tendency in this in this culture and country, you know, especially as a black woman. It's like, you know, we are 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 applauded for being strong. Yeah. Um, And I just think that's unhealthy. You know, I I cry. I get sad. I deal with pain and frustration. Yeah. I get depressed. Like nobody wants to hear that. No, that's something I sit and I think about sometimes. Yeah. 
It's like because you do see the portrait of uh, African American black woman, what whatever you want to yeah. categorize it as a incredibly strong pillar in the family. Yeah. But I also know most women are very emotional creatures. Yeah. He's married to one. <laughs> <laughs> and I have had my battles of mental health. So yeah. I mean he's But what what I sit and yeah. I think about is like how I mean that's not natural Mm-mm. to be that strong all the time. No. You no. gotta break I mean there's gotta be yeah. s- there has to be yeah. vulnerability to yeah and, yeah, and so what what are your what are your nights like? You know, are you just sitting at home by yourself, just decompressing, yeah. dealing with yeah. all that at the end of the day? Is because you don't want to yeah. show it in public or in front of your or are kids you strong or for like like I have this thing where I'm strong for everyone else, yeah, and I don't like my emotions get shut off and everything, and I am balls to the wall focused on helping and providing solutions, and I'll be strong, 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 even in our own home. And then there's a break. Yeah. And when that break happens, it is ugly. And Sean is the front row witness. Yeah. And he has to deal with me. No one else gets to deal with me. But Sean's also like my safe space. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. My but, th- go no, ahead. go ahead, please. I was going to say for, for me, my therapist, you know, it's like these plateaus. It's like I'll be really high and great and I'm working, working, working. And then I just crash. And then I'm I'm a social introvert anyway. Yeah. And so like... After this, I'm going to enjoy the car ride home. I'm going to listen to NBA TV. I love basketball, so I'm going to listen to that on the way. Um, But having these moments of also, since my partner's white, just having time with, like, black women to talk about things that she wants to understand, she just can't. And vice versa. I, I, like, empower her because there are things that I would not wish on anyone I love when it comes to the hard things black people have to deal with this. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't expect her to understand what it's like to, for instance, prime example, um, I've been dealing with chronic pain in my right shoulder for three years. The doctor told me, I I don't we weren't even married yet. We were just dating that Mm -hmm. I needed more doctor's appointments with the PT, more physical therapy appointments. Yeah. So they ended up charging me out of pocket saying that they didn't get the order for it. It was like over a thousand dollars for a year. I fight this. Oh, I would have it too. And she comes in, calls, the woman said, comes down there. I shut up because we also realized her being white, me being black. Some moments I need to speak. Some moments she needs to speak, speak. Y'all, it won't even an hour. That woman erased every debt that I owed. Now, I'm like, this is my fucking, this is my stuff. And it just showed me how powerful race truly is when you have somebody, like, I am, and that goes back to, I'm not fighting the right way. Like, and that's trying not to exhaust myself. If it's a fight where I need a white guy to speak up, like when you when um, at the show and you brought up race, you said something and I made uh, a joke. Y- oh, you were talking about your friend making her work. I was like, that sounds like slavery. Yes, exactly. Uh-oh. It was like these little <laughs> cues, like for me, you know, and it's just like knowing that I feel so safe now in so many places. Like if I went to prison or jail unjustly um, or was murdered or whatever, like I got people that. I know would not rest until justice came. Yeah. And those are, those are the moments that I think I find solace in. And, and I have this thing that I talk about is about living legacy yeah. because most people want to remember who you are when you're dead. And my thing is, well, how are you being remembered now? And yeah. I hope I've done enough in my life so that if I was to leave this place and never, you know, experience earth again, that I've done 
something with this ripple effect to impact people. Yeah, lives. I heard a. Um, I was watching a show in the bathtub, of course, and I, love I wrote it. down something that they said. I actually wrote it in the notes on my phone. Live your eulogy. Mm, and I was like, man, yeah. that's powerful. Like yeah. to live out what you would want people to remember you by. Yeah. And yeah. I definitely, I, I strive to do that. I hope I do that. But yeah. And I'd like to do it more. But yeah. Well, I mean, just knowing you, I mean, we've known each other for a few years, but really getting to know you here lately. Yeah. You have definitely embody that oh don't give me the crying man you know i'm emotional man I mean, we got some tissues girl i've seen you i've seen you go to bat for kids that That's were at up. the library yeah that were done yeah. that had some injustice and i've seen you with the public schools i've seen you with events speaking out so if anybody in this world is making it known you are thank you <laughs> i love thank that you. i love the idea that you're creating a ripple effect yeah and you're really educating us tonight because i I just there's some things that you're saying that I'm just well, like, it's God. no secret that we are Caucasian by descent and <gasps> I'll be honest, we were pretty sheltered growing up. We yeah. were, we yeah. were. So a lot of these things that we're kind of wanting to discover now in life and I don't say I wouldn't say that we're it's a hard journey, but sometimes it can be uncomfortable just being I think it's uncomfortable for our white friends and family well, it is where for us we're too, at because now. you have to be open minded enough to listen to someone saying it and try to digest it and understand yeah. it yeah. and not just say, Oh, what what Well we have to be willing to speak it. When we see an injustice now, well, even if it's I'm something about, that seems very yeah. minor, yeah. yeah, we have to be willing to speak out and sometimes you lose friends and family over that because they don't think the same way. Um Yeah. So yeah. I think it's both in. I mean, if if I'm sharing a, a story of in, injustice and you truly care about me, I, I want you to be uncomfortable, right? Like, I'm yeah. uncomfortable yeah. talking about my white partner going in, being able to do something that I couldn't do, and I'm wasting my fucking time over a year. That's it's crazy. Not, it's when not all I need is a white friend. I just need a white voice. Yeah, I just needed that. For me. But it's Dabbing. so stupid because yeah. it was your health care to begin oh with, my God, right? It's insane. Insane. It should have never even gotten to anywhere near that point in my mind. It shouldn't have, but it did. But those are the realities, I guess, right? Yeah. And and I like I appreciate people like you all that you know, my my thing, you got some people that don't fuck with white people, don't fuck with black people, whatever. I'm just like, do you? But my thing is like the more we can know about each other, the more we can call each other in, hold each other accountable from a loving way. Yeah. And also ask the question, like, you know, I'm thinking about church. What must I do to get saved? No. But yeah. um, <laughs> or what can I do to help? Right. Exactly. What is there that we can do? Right. What What do you need? And right. You know, black people are not a monolith. So what I need, what I realize is I have a white partner. So that gives me an advantage in situations because I could just say, could you deal with this? Yeah. But for black people that have black partners, it's not the same accessibility. And so those are the ways, like I'm on the economic development um, committee in in Carborough, Mm -hmm. and I talk about that, being able to have access to her, her mom, her family, you know, and black people that have businesses and don't. And so when we started the project at the coffee shop, Mm -hmm. it was around the time, again, of George Floyd being murdered and the, the tables and all that stuff had happened. I started asking on my Facebook page for a year, what's one courageous thing you did this week? Oh, yeah, yeah. And oh, I'm trying to take that, that somewhere. Um, so I'll probably do a follow-up question. But what I realize is that, um, you know, we think of courage as a heroic act. Most mm-hmm. people. We think of the superheroes as they were courageous. They saved somebody. And 
for me, one of the most courageous things I did ever in my life was eating an artichoke. It looked fucking thing, weird. They look weird. They it look looks like an weird. animal. It looks crazy, right? It's yeah. some weird it looking It smells shit. like, man. And then my partner's like, just try was it. Was it cooked? Just try it. it well, not initially when I saw it. It just was, you got it out the damn shelf like you get some broccoli. Oh, no. <laughs> Look oh. at the face. She's <laughs> making the face, y'all. <laughs> but let me tell you, she boiled it, put some butter on it. And it's jump. one. Is it a vegetable? Yes. Uh, yeah, it it's is. It's one of my favorite vegetables in the world. No way. It's pretty it amazing. Is. But you know what? That is crazy. I put it on pizza. It is. Right. It's so good. <laughs> I haven't had it on pizza. And I share that because we think that being courageous is stopping somebody, stopping a police officer from choking somebody. Well, how the fuck are you gonna do that? And you don't even eat it. You won't even try a piece of broccoli or a piece of artichoke. Yeah, yeah. And so for me, it's I had asked that question because I wanted us to realize that if I can commit to doing one thing courageous a week, then I pray to God that if the opportunity or the or the situation I don't even want to call it an opportunity comes mm-hmm. where I can stand up to something that is happening that's unjust, that I've done enough courageous things in my life that this isn't the only moment. This isn't the first time I know how to be courageous and strong. And that's another message that I have been trying to um, echo throughout my community and the communities that I'm connected to is courage is a muscle. And you have to work at being stronger and stronger at that muscle. Well, I mean, that's the same principle of martial arts. Because, like, if you're never tested, if you're never put in that situation, you truly don't know how you will react. Yes. And so you have to practice reacting by practicing putting yourself in those situations, which is the same thing you're saying about what courageous thing did you do this week? You know, it could be simple as eating It definitely makes you think. Yeah. Have you done something courageous this week, Sean? Nothing I could think of. I mean, like, I'm trying to think. I mean, I see the Facebook post every Friday, and I I think I've commented once. One time. On it. Yeah. Now, I'm going to get on y'all asses because about being white. Because you're comfortable. Yeah. What, right. And like, what I say when I'm people... I'm trying to think about that. Like, what is something courageous I've done? How many times have well, you found also, yourself in a room full of black people? A room, well... Uh, don't more, tell me you when you was at fucking Africa, by the way. No, we, we never been Africa. Africa. Somebody said... <laughs> We've been to multiple black churches where we were the only white people. Okay. So, like, when you said earlier your mama was a Southern Baptist, yeah. I was like, that ain't like them white Southern Baptists. <laughs> I know that already. Like, I know it. It's different. <laughs> All right, outside of church. Yeah, outside of church. Or just hanging with friends or something. Not not people you know. Not people I know. I'm trying to think Mm. of a situation where I would be in a room full of just black people. My tattoo artist in Chatham County, when I go and it's only him and his black But he's your friend. But yeah, he's my friend. Yeah. But I'm not uncomfortable. I mean, well, you shouldn't be. If know? I go to court, it's going to be a mix of people. Yeah. If I go to yeah. what I, I'm, I don't know. What I'm trying to think of, of a situation where they weren't our friends because yeah. we have, Help you us know, out obviously we have yeah. black friends that we've met over the yeah. years, and thank God they have eaten in our home. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like oh, it's very rare that we're in a situation where we're not around somebody we know because Hell, you know I'm here. half the we, world. We like are huge good. about diversity, <laughs> yeah, especially in churches and stuff. If I walked in and that junk was all white, I'd be like, back it up, back, 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 back it up. We ain't coming up in back here. Back it up. But yeah, like people I don't know that the yeah. whole room was black. I bring, I bring it I can't up. Can't think about it. I can't because in America it happens to me all the time. You're right. in a room for I can go to a coffee just. shop out here right now and I'm in I'm in a, I'm the only black person. Yeah. That did come to coffee. mind. It's yeah. like the reverse I could see happening yeah, all every the time. day. And so it's like you're you're constantly and this goes back to why I love New Zealand. Because in America I'm constantly looking who's who could be an ally? Who could be an ally? Who could be an ally? If yeah, something yeah. happened, if the cargo if 
if I get a flat tire, if I don't have service, what do I do? Like all the fucking time, like your brain is just thinking about what if, what if, what if. We don't have to think that way. No. We don't. And so I will tell you this. Um, my daughter that's 16, she prefers to date young black men. Which one? The my, other one that I met? No, another I'm one. I'm going to have a conversation The oldest one you met is... Said what I said. Yeah, right. Do it. It's fine. <laughs> the oldest... Podcast part two. I know, right? It's time to have a conversation <laughs> with these teenagers. I don't even um, know what she's going to say, but I... The first I thing I'm going to say, fucking, I background check everybody. <laughs> oh, well, that's smart. Well, I mean, because I, I, I worked in a men's prison. I think these kids are underage. So... What the fuck does that mean? You ain't underage to do a crime. You could do my nephew. Now this ain't a, this ain't a happy story. My fucking nephew, fourteen years old, and he was shot point blank range by a ten year old twice. What? Oh my god! In his neck, Did he and die? in his spine. He didn't die. Ain't that, Is he ain't that paralyzed? Crazy? He walks. He walks with a limp. But still talk. Shoot. If he sits up, if he's sitting no, down, you, can, you couldn't tell. Yeah, oh, don't shoot. Well, darn. Hands up. Don't shoot. Um, <laughs> but I bring that up because. Age does not. I mean, it's wow. I have, I've never thought about that. Well, I yeah. have told her though, That's and this is mom. sad. Yeah. This is sad <laughs> yeah. for me to have. And it doesn't matter if they're white or black, by the way. Like whatever. Uh, I got that. I got fucking that. Fucking Well, I've told Allie. I'm like, you know what? I hate to say this, Allie. I said, but if you ride around and you have a young black man in your car, you're much more likely to be pulled over. Oh yeah. I said, but if you have a young white man in your car or a car full of white girls, you're probably not gonna get pulled over. Yeah. And yeah. even if you have a black female friend in the car i said i hate to tell you that yeah but it's yeah. true yeah it's true because they're gonna be like why is that white girl with those black people that's it and and I, there are probably people listening they're like no but it's it's a it's a fear for me like i'm 100 percent comfortable well, wait, there was more to that story because you just kind of left it blank but what we were telling her is some of her friends that she picks up participate with illegal substances. Yeah. We'll just leave it at that. And so what yeah. we were trying to say is be cautious. Yeah. Who's in your car? Yeah. What's in your car? What they got because on them. Because if you get yeah. pulled over. Yeah. And then we started talking about why you would get pulled right. over. Because yeah. she's like, well, why would I get pulled over? Yeah. I'm like, sometimes it's just as simple as who is in the car with yeah. you. And I mean, you know? I love my kid and she, I doubt she listens to this, but she's cocky about police. Yeah. She's like, what? Yeah. What are they going to do to me? I'm not scared of them. <laughs> yeah. And she's truly she's not never scared because yeah. she doesn't see a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Like to her, she's like, what? Yeah. I ain't done nothing. I'll have, I have to get her to talk to my friend, Alice. Cause so Sophie was the same way when we got pulled and, um, Alice very respectfully reached out to her. Is that like, Alice Sarchi? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, friends with her on Facebook. Girl, that's my yes. girl. I was like, um, yes, you know, you can, that's how you get black people killed though. Like, Right. advocating at the wrong moment, being pissed because they're not going to fuck with the white person. But then even the drugs, like Sophie and I had this conversation because honestly, like I've dealt with people in prison, all that stuff. Yeah. But if somebody puts drugs in my car and me yeah. and Sophie in the car, I'm more likely to go to prison, whether it was mine or not, or get handcuffed or have that experience Darn. around drugs. And so it's like part of her job now has been also learning these things that she did not experience growing up wow. or as an adult period just by nature of her race so i appreciate you having these real conversations with your daughter because her knowing just like her i mean her she can put somebody's life in danger yeah you know but I, I do be sometimes be like fuck the police and i got friends that's police officers before you white people that's listening oh no no us, I mean, we us white people too, said but... every time we've been pulled over in our life it was like god what the... <laughs> why are you messing i have with never me? i have never been pulled over well it's not fun what yeah, and I don't want to be. Wow, I'm driving. But, I'm riding with you all the time. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, I don't watch us. If we get pulled, if we look, if you start riding with me all the time, we get pulled. I'm be like, 
because she's black. Yep, because no. clearly it ain't happened my entire life. I'm 41. Until she got in the car. This ain't never happened. Ain't never happened. Put a black woman in my car, I get pulled. And then I get like, pulled. Like, that ain't, that ain't okay. Damn. I yeah. don't even know what to say. Yeah. Da, 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 da. That's fine. Look. My initial thought was, what did you hit if you got pulled over? If I got pulled over, what <laughs> have I deer? run over? Y'all got my... deer out here? I mean, depends on where you go, but yeah. Oh, okay. They're everywhere. All right. Uh, your world. You were talking about that earlier. Yeah. So w- can you explain more about that? Yeah. Like what that's about? Yeah. So Grow Your World, again, um, my partner and I co-founded it. And it was when I was talking about my first time being exposed to a black female scientist. So what we yes. do is we expose young uh, middle school youth. We partner them with college kids um, that run programming. And it's an intergener- intergenerational program. And so wow. Sophie and I both have a lot of respect for elders and people that have poured into us. And so we want to yeah. connect generations because we feel like there's a lot of gaps and yeah. misunderstanding around language and just culture. Um, and so we've had the nonprofit going um, for the last three, I believe it's three years. Um, we are always looking for partners, mm-hmm. um, looking for board members right now as well. If it's something you're interested in, um, we uh, have our 501c3. Um, so if you want to invest uh, in youth, it's been amazing because we've been able to um, partner kids with like, you know, um, opportunities that like, hey, I want to try this thing out, but I don't know if I want to go to school with it. So we're like, hey, That's let's so look at cool. our network, give you some shadowing opportunities. We provided them with food. Um access to computers when they needed it or ipads um internet support whatever they needed we tried to um help them and then she is partnering with some other um nonprofits right now they are doing a tutoring program which is free to kids um in orange county uh, middle school kids primarily uh maybe some high school kids but they're almost 50 tutors and Whoa. so, yeah, so That's you can email like her amazing. about that if you know kids that need that. We'd love to get partner with the schools. And what's the email for that? Um, Sophie at Grow Your World. Is she dot org. S-O-P-H-I-E. Okay. At GrowYourWorld.org. Okay. Um, yeah. If someone wanted to help, is, you know, did they contact the same way or yeah. is there somewhere? Yeah. Okay. yeah. So if you want to help. With tutors, um, a lot of the money that has been raised have been by our our personal community, we are working on getting funding and grants for this particular program um, as well. So we, with all the businesses, it's like if you want the coffee shop to invest in this this week, I'm sorry, this month, um, every time somebody purchases something, I mm-hmm. ask them do they want to donate to Black Artists this month. So oh, wow. um, I think we've raised about $2,000. The goal was uh, 5000 so we're under the goal. But I've been very grateful um, to have funding for Black Artists this month and then um with i am soteria that funding again comes to my patreon where i just invest in all types of artists and projects Uh, we've helped artists um who have needed money with medication we've helped artists that have needed money with transportation Mm -hmm. um it 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 allows us to pay them when we do shows like we don't always get paid a lot of money so uh i just try to save up funding so that i can invest in people because i hate Unless like Sean, Sean is like, you are the gift, Soteria. Oh, like, I love that. Like, Whatever, Sean, I I appreciate it, and I'm going to receive it. Um, so yeah, that's the nonprofit, and it's just been a, a beautiful way for. Um, I remember before the pandemic. Uh, I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. know who Dr. Mae Jemison is. I don't. First black um, astronaut 
went. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really dope. Y'all should check her out. But she did it. She's alive. Yeah. She's like, I think in her 50s, like, she did a presentation wow. and we had like kids, black and white, um, and so she kids came of out color. There? We went to go see her speak. Um, really? at UN, I think it was at UNC on a campus. How so cool it was at Duke. is that? Yeah, it was really dope. So just exposing yeah. kids to opportunities. Do kids still like astronaut stuff? Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. Everything I, is. Dope I mean, I was space. into it as a kid, but yes. like, like you don't really hear about it much like you used to. Cause I, I mean, I didn't, yeah. I didn't even know where, like, how do you fucking find where an astronaut is? You know, and then right, right. and then Hidden Figures came out like a few years ago. So oh, yeah. that, I haven't watched that yet. Like I'm like, is it painful? It is transformative. I need to watch it. I yeah. watched. Do Loving you know what it's about? After, yeah, the women that did all the work behind that. Okay, yeah. I was just I didn't know yeah. if you'd even seen the brains that's behind yeah. the brawn. Yeah. It's it's a good one. It's I need to one. watch it. Yeah. Maybe, I can't watch. Maybe shit we can like, watch that later tonight, Sean. It, I think it's kind of long. I don't know how long y'all stay up. But did you watch? Love? You might want to be in a tub. Have you <laughs> seen you Loving? It. No. That was that was powerful. And it was the first interracial marriage in Virginia. Oh, wait. I did see oh, that. Yeah. Man, that Is that when they me. had to leave yeah. and then come back? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And they're showing up, yeah. getting her out of bed, I keeping her really in watch jail longer. I was about to say, those, I can't, yeah, I'm not. it was painful. I didn't watch Get Out. I can't watch. I'm like, I'm around too many me fucking either. white people. I can't I watch can't. that shit because then I'm really going to be scared of y'all like right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, do I need to pick somebody in my location? I know, right? Is this a trick? I am here. Hey, put the scrambler on quick. Right. <laughs> right. What are we doing here? I love that. Um, but so yeah. How, how long has the coffee shop been open? So my partner's mom owned it for the last 10 years. We've okay. been working there since 2017. Okay. And yeah. took it over officially in 2019. And how did your partner's mom do with the whole, with like, did she already know your partner? Um, um, we are like, like she liked girls too. The first, I like first real relationship for each other. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We both had male partners before. Uh-huh. Um, her mom, it was so funny cause Sophie would tell the story differently, but when, so she, we were walking out in the woods and then she asked, could she kiss me? Well, I didn't think white people could kiss because the lips were little. I know, I know, I know girl. So I mean, look at my lips. If we I took know a side it's judgmental lips, as fuck and I'm sorry. It's no, it's horrible. No, I, yeah. that's not, you I know was what? like, real talk. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Allie's kissed some black guys and she'd be like, mm-hmm, them lips. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm over here like, when Sean's lips are or pushed out and they're all puffy. I'm like, oh, that's a nice oh juicy lips. I have no oh lips. My God, y'all. <laughs> so when you Stop kissed her, it. what'd you think? Um, well, <laughs> I need to know this. First off, I, I mean, need to know. Dang, Adrian. I, what I was prepared to think was like, ah, oh, this ain't this is dumb. Because if you can't kiss, I'm fine. Like I'm like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, damn, damn, damn. After <laughs> I kissed her. She can't kiss. It was amazing. But y'all and I might was have like, some chemistry too. Well, we did, right? And so yeah. we get back to her mom's house and I'm like, Oh shit, she going to hell. I'm going to hell. We both going to hell. It's too much hell involved in this shit. So I'm like going through all this anxiety in my head. Have you ever, you've never been, you both had male partners. We had it. male partners before. You never had a female partner. Were y'all just I, friends? I didn't have, we were just friends. You we were just, just friends, friends and yeah. suddenly it was I, I mean, like, I think like girls, girl, you have pressures you on somebody. Bit. But <laughs> like, I, do that what I was on her. Nah, I ain't ever feel that shit before. And mm-hmm. I was like, and I had like friends, like we kissed or like, oh, what do you think? Like, but it yeah, wasn't yeah. like we dating. Like, yeah, this yeah. was like, different this is weird so i end up saying to her i can't talk to you because i don't want to send you to hell she's like i'm jewish i don't believe in hell i was like i don't care (laughs) that's not a thing and i was like jesus was your cousin and your cousin doesn't want this all this shit back and forth right so she goes she tells her mom 
hey, she's crying. And her mom's like, why are you crying? She's like, so Tyrion doesn't want to date me. We kiss. And she doesn't want to date me. And then her mom's just like, her mom's like, can I still bring in a dinner? And I was like, when? Once she said that, I was like, I fucking won. Yeah. So she's like crying and like. Yeah, so me and her mom are really cool. Shout out to Mom oh, Jay. Oh, I love that. Um, yeah, she's been really cool. Her, my partner's dad passed last year. Oh, no. I'm um, so sorry. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's been, like, it's been amazing. Like, her family has welcomed me, I feel, with, like, open arms. Yeah. Um, and her uncle, actually, um, they're, like, doing the stock market crash, I think. I, wonder, mm-hmm. I feel like this is the same uncle. But, basically, she had an uncle that... Uh, wanted to be in same-sex relationships, but I believe the family did not like it at the time. He ended up committing suicide. So I like to share that part because I don't want people to think that her family just like, they just were accepting. Yeah. They they know what it's like to lose somebody. Yeah. Because you won't love them um, for who they are. Yes. And so and I powerful. think that has helped. Yeah. I think relationships, Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah. You, you take your beliefs and you kind of, Put those on the back burner for a minute and think about people as people. Yeah. Do yeah. I love you for you? Yeah. Or do I have a serious issue with what you do yeah. in the bedroom? Yeah. Yeah. And people are different. Like, I I mean, I have a friend that's polyamorous, I think it's called. Like, yeah. We, we have yeah. date. A few. You yeah. date a bunch of people. Is that what it's called? Not, it's, I don't want to say in a bad way. It's different for every couple. It's, it's I guess hard they to set define their because, yeah. There you it, go. Yes. And then I have friends that are like, but I, I'd like to think of myself as like, I fall in love with the person if it's consensual. And, like, even my yeah. partner, again, I'm like, are you still happy? Like, I am a girl. Like, are you still cool with that? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and just, like, questions like that. Mm-hmm. So if we always, I'm like, if you decide to go to Timbuktu and never come back or whatever, I don't like to say if you die. I don't know who I'm going to love, Sean. Shit. I'm just yeah. trying to f- fucking love her while I got her. It's hard yeah. to think about after when you're in the middle of this. Yeah. You know, I don't want to think about it. I'm like, I want this to last forever. Yeah. Those, those yeah. aren't the good thought no. practices. No. no. <laughs> and I don't know how y'all feel about this, but like before her, I could never understood, mm-hmm. understand, excuse me. I never understood when old people die, like if the husband dies and the wife dies. Yeah. Like yeah. a week later. And, people, oh. and, and old people used to be like, baby. They done died of a heartbreak. I was like, you ain't fucking love Whoa. nobody that much. But yes. now when I fell in love with her, it's different. I was like, oh shit. It's like yeah. your soul is connected. Yeah. Yes. No, I get it. We had um I've I've seen that with some friends of mine's grandparents before. Yeah. And then there was a friend of a friend who recently both parents had COVID. Mm. And there's a story on Wake Med's website. Oh, they brought yeah. them together oh. and they died within, was it minutes? Oh my God. Minutes. But they said that that man, when she entered the room, I'm not even lying to you. It gives me chills now. He, he I mean, his eyes are shut. He's in a medically He's induced in a medically coma. induced coma. Wow. But when she entered the room, her bed, all his vitals went to normal. Or his heart wow. went to Every normal. Every one of them. Yeah. Like just everything went to normal. Oh my God. And it was like settled by her spirit being yeah. there with him. And I was like, man, I was like, oh. gosh, that is love. Yeah. And yeah. they had been together, I think, since they were like 16. Oh, my God. And I know it's hard for the child to lose yeah. both her parents. Yeah. But what a beautiful story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. What were you thinking? I saw your brain thinking, Sean. I don't even remember. You don't remember? what He's chewing on his mustache over there. You have said so many nuggets of wisdom. Oh, this has been amazing. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm so like, grateful. This is like so... Yeah. Good. And so I am Soteria. Yeah. Soteria. Yes, Soteria. Soteria. Sorry. It's all good. I didn't even say it. I'm getting blamed for it. Right? 
you got in here, you got in my brain. I did. Okay. Do you have and anything I, but, coming up that you want to uh, well speak before on? before I talk about that? I want to brag on Sean. Oh, um, first. The second time I saw you, I don't know why I didn't I didn't notice who you were. You was like, you probably don't know who I am. I was like, I don't think I do. I just want to thank you publicly for always being authentically yourself. There are not a not a lot of men I feel very safe with, white men. I I feel honored to call you brother and friend. I believe that in a moment's notice, if I'm in any type of trouble or I just have a question or curiosity that I can lean on you specifically like this last year, I felt closer to you. And I want to say thank you for just being who you are for me. That has oh, just been enough, bro. <laughs> like for real to Sean's crying y'all. Hey, I I'm am. about to cry. I'm <laughs> about to cry, you know? And, and it's just, you're, you're just good all by yourself, bro. Like, I, I don't know. I feel <laughs> there, there are not many people, you know, the thing that I loved about Sophie and even this small cohort of people like you in my life is I, I feel like a good person already. Like, I feel yeah. like God made me a good person. But when you get people in your life that can make you a great person, you want to keep those people. I feel great when I'm in your presence. I feel great when I'm behind the microphone and I'm performing and I look over and I have you. I, I There are not too many people in my life, and definitely not performing, because Sophie don't perform with me, but mm-hmm. from a, a perspective of being on stage, what you have done to elevate my confidence as an artist, to empower me, to help me with language, to to make sure I have what I need when I go on stage, that's something that even if I had a million dollars in the world, man, I could never pay you for what you have given me to go and be confident to perform for people in like fucking New York when I'm like, I don't even know what key I'm in. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh my God, like yes. you know, it's just those moments like you never make me feel dumb. You never make me feel like I'm not good enough. Like, and there are moments that I feel like I am not good enough getting on that stage. And I just want to say for however long God allows you to be a disciple and a brother in my life and a family that I hope that I am forever worthy of your presence because what you have given me real talk nobody has ever given me that shit before so I just gotta say thank you publicly oh, wow. get you a Sean in your life bro <laughs> oh wow oh, shoot, that, I am so glad I got that, it I, <laughs> Mine, 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 mine. Like, Sean is I don't even first. know what to say. It's incredibly humbling. You know, and, and the way I feel about it is I believe in everything you do. And I believe when you get on that stage that you are going to do exactly what I know you to do. And so anything I can do to help you with that is good for me. And I hope that it helps you because yeah. I don't ever want to be a hindrance. I only want to be like a It's like an help. honor. I feel like yeah, you know, it's I an mean, honor for I'd you never, to work with Soteria. Both. Both. I feel the same way. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't feel helped by you. I feel elevated by you. Okay. I feel empowered by you. I feel invested in by you. It, you you do more than help me, bro. I'm serious. Like, And I, and I just don't say that, everybody, because, I mean, a lot of people can become a burden. Yes. And it's such a spiritual space when you are given the honor to be on stage in front of yeah. people, you know? And so... You 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 tend to know like my quirks and like what's gonna make me calm and how to it, it's just it, it's not just helped and I don't want you to even think that it's help it is investing it is pouring into it is covering like spiritually you you do what a lot of people have not done and I want to and I want to say thank you for that so 
Oh, wow. All right, we need to change the fuck. That's pretty subject. amazing. So I'm a I'm a gangster. <laughs> I've been to prison before. And I'm just yeah, kidding. yeah, yeah. That's uh, my little white silk. Job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. Um, yeah, and Sean is guys. taken. That was not <laughs> for you guys. I think you're gonna find him oh, on Match.com. Oh, they know. You can get your ass beat. There you go. Well, no, no lie. Like this week, I had a situation. It's like if you text me, I'm I feel bad if I wait a day before I text you back. Because it's like, you know, I know she's waiting on an answer. I had someone text me this week. I'm not going to name who it is, but he was a, a local pastor. He yeah. hit me up at midnight with the weirdest random. I haven't spoken to this man in years. Like, I had deleted him off of Facebook, and he added Whoa. me back on. And uh, he hit me up with, hey, I'm doing a night of worship this date, date, and date. There's like no audience, just musicians, but I want you there, and I want you running lights. I'm like. No, <laughs> I didn't even respond. Right. Sean didn't yeah. answer because it was midnight. Yeah, I forgot about it, and plus, yeah. I was like, I, I just don't want to be hassled with this right now. Yeah, and yeah. he hit me back up today. You never responded to me. What's going on? Why ain't you respond? All this stuff, and I he's being very bold, very manip- manipulative. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I don't want anything to do with that. Yeah, and I, yeah. you know, if I feel. I'm not a. I'm not saying I'm great at reading people, but I can kind of. If if the only reason you're hanging around with me is what you can get off of really? me. Oh my god! I don't I really want to be yeah. in that situation. Yeah. What know? can you yeah. do for me? Like when yeah. you have people like that in your life, that they're like, "What can you do for me?" Yeah. That's yeah. not. I don't. I don't want to be in a deep relationship with those people Mm-mm. because you're gonna suck me dry. Let's both build each other up. Right. Yeah, like that. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. But Sean's response was fantastic. He's not telling you his response. He was appropriate. Yeah. And a little cocky. <laughs> a little bit. Perfect. That's what But it was sauce. good. Because it was almost sauce. like, I'm going to throw you some of this back. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, dude, it was midnight. Yeah. Well, he was he was, he was was leaning on me pretty hard. And I'm like, I have done, you know. No. Yeah. We ain't playing this game. <laughs> so no. Anyway, no. Enough about that. We ain't talked in no. years. Yeah. And to me, that's a moment of being courageous, right? Because it's easy, especially when people use titles, which I've been in that situation, like to get sucked into that. And it's like, yeah. you know, like the fact that you just like, no, like, no, I'm good. I ain't never done any of this for fame. Oh, <laughs> no. you always said, even though you dope as fuck, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's like a situation we have with a church. Like they were needing people. Um, and so I had the opportunity. I could play on a Sunday morning broadcast televised to thousands of people, a couple hundred and, you know, six to a thousand people in the audience kind of thing. They're like, don't you want to be a part of that? And I'm like, no, I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like just for fame. Is like, I yeah. do this because I feel like I'm, I, well, in church situations, yeah. I do it because I feel like there's a place that I can help. And yeah. if I'm not helping, I'm wasting your time. Right. Right. Not, you know, yeah. No. But it's about yeah. community too. Yeah, but, and and you have to work hard for that. You, and I'm sure you have to you have to work hard for what you do. Yeah. You got to put in the work. Yeah, to make a difference. Um, I want to ask you about spirituality. Yeah, like so when did so that's what you call your faith journey. Yeah, is being spiritual, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so what is your definition of that? Yeah, and maybe like at what point in your life did you start evolving? Yeah. So, um. Probably, like, I I ended up going to the Johnson Service Corps. I think it's been, like, four years now. And I met Sophie that year. We were both doing activism work around affordable housing. But I went, that was the first time I got introduced to the um, United Church. Okay. Um, And I was in the program through the Episcopal Church. But 
I got partnered with um, an organization that supported men in prison and men that were like getting back on their feet. And then I was doing like community organizing all this stuff. And um, the United Church of Chapel Hill was very instrumental. Uh, Rick and Jill at the time were pastors. And it was the first time I knew the language open and affirming. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I was learning a lot at fucking 30, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I went to that church and I'm like, oh, y'all not going to like, you ain't like I ain't going to hell. I'm not going to like, you, you still going to let me like read the scripture. Like It was just weird. Y'all know I like girls. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and, yeah. And, and I don't even think at that time, I don't think me and Sophie was even dating. It's just that I saw, like I saw people open with who they love. Yeah. Which yeah. is weird. And so it was just like, wow. Like, cause to me growing up, it was like, people always talking about the seven abominations and being in the same sex relationship is one, but also, so is fucking lying. So who yeah. hasn't lied? Okay. So we all going to hell, right? In, in yeah, adultery yeah. in there too. Yeah. Adult, I mean, it's like so Whoa. much stuff and it's like, that's the one you're going to focus on. So. Nevertheless, right. Um, so that church was a amazing part of my journey. It was similar to like you all talking before about being, um, like, it, uh, how how did you say it? like just having this covering or like you don't see reality. And I yeah. I only understood religion from a Christian perspective. Yeah, yeah. And I did have this amazing um, experience when I went to George Mason. I took a religion class where I learned about all the religions in the world. I got an A in that class because oh, I was so wow. fascinated on it and i'm jealous um, like i want to know it's 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 so beautiful because um there is a book and the woman says i can never think of her name but in it she says did you know that when you go to black i mean when you go to africa people are not seen or named as black they're known by their tribes and so in africa no one's gonna walk i'm not black i'm I'm a black american because yes but if i was born in africa i would be known by my tribe And that to me just, I get chills whenever I think about that. And then she starts naming the tribes, you know, and it just was so powerful to me because being a part of this church where they're not just constantly talking about why you go to hell. Yeah. And they, they, they flipped the script and started talking about like, why are you loved? You're loved because, you know, you are, you are a a son and a daughter, a person of God. You're loved because like Mm -hmm. that was more of the way that they taught at the particular time. And so that changed my life around what I felt um, I needed God to be. And then if you look at Christian and where that comes from, like where in the Bible does it say that you are to be called Christian? Nowhere. No. uh, Who the fuck made that up? So I call myself. It's a poem that I have. And I say, I call myself a believer. Yeah. Because I don't think you come to church, you know, go to church just to deceive her. And so I I believe, I say I'm a believer. I have had the privilege through poetry to sit. There's a guy who is a Buddhist. His son was murdered and he forgave the guy at the bar that killed his son. And I wrote a poem on their story. Wow. um, Through the the Criminal Justice Resource Center, uh, through that partnership. So he was Buddhist. I have um, this couple, they're Indian, they're amazing. She keeps trying to get me to go to temple with her. You know, I mean, I have had atheists come to me and say, I don't believe in God, but I believe in you. And and what I've always hoped is that God gives me something that can impact people. And I also am of the belief that I am not everybody's messenger. But for whose messenger I am, I want to be able to connect and relate to them wherever they are, you know? And so that has been 
what I call my spiritual journey. I love that. Um, like you were saying so many good nuggets. I cannot keep up writing you notes. You the best. And I you feel like I'm going to have well, to like, recorded, I'm going to have so. to come back and thing. listen and be like taking <laughs> notes. Cause like, I'm really like receiving from this, like not everyone's messenger. Yeah. How powerful is that? Because you don't have the energy. Which right? actually leads into messenger. a song. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Really? But yeah. Though, Cause I remember Does saying it? that on stage and it like clicks. It's like, I may not be everybody's messenger, but you yeah. might be. Exactly. Wow. Yes, yeah, so you can find that on YouTube. Uh, I am Soteria. There's so, a, a little thingy there. Oh, Sean was in that performance. He's right. Yeah, I gotta yeah. check that out. I mean, there's just like so much you have, good. You I probably have. I'm, like, I'm sure I have, but there's like so much information going in this brain all the time. I mean, it's like crazy. Do you watch TV in a tub? Because when I go in a tub, yes. Okay, I mean yeah. Netflix or whatever. Like, have you seen Ozark? Thing. No, I but, started it, I, but I haven't. That shit. I started it, stopped it, started it, and stopped it. Yeah. That's where I'm at. It's intense. That's what I've kind of heard. It's slow at the beginning, though. It's like, it, oh, but it gets better. I'm a, So I, I do this. Uh, one of my things that I do is it's, I believe in self-care. So also, we ask our employees how do you take care of yourself, right? So I got therapy happening. I got my partner. take walks. I, I work out. have a um, personal trainer. But popcorn, I'll ride to the movies and just go get popcorn. Uh-huh. I do that shit like probably two three times i like if yeah. i could buy a movie theater i would because oh, that's how much do you have like one of those memberships? popcorn machine well i was thinking about that i probably should just do that actually yeah that that would be my thing to myself they're super easy to do too for real yeah my dad used to have one in his office at work oh not in his office yeah. but like in the whole place and so he's put a little bit of oil he put the seeds in there your dad it on and <laughs> oh my gosh i should have well you said what do i want i should have said that popcorn there you <laughs> I go could, i would have got water, right right yeah we do try to ask our guests what y'all want to drink i mean we got some microwave popcorn downstairs but oh there it's you not go the same. there you go yeah i might um, i might have to stop by the movie theater on the way home but anyway that's that's intense that yeah. little addiction for popcorn it is there. so good to me i don't how the fuck we get on popcorn you were talking about self-care know. Oh, self-care. Yeah, I Popcorn just think that's one important. of the things. Now, is yeah. driving to the theater and going in the theater, is that part of the experience Smelling that makes the it pop- I wish, and this is a shout-out to, this is an ask to Lyft, uh, what else, Uber, Eats, Grubhub, fucking We're DoorDash. Need somebody to I have popcorn. I have tried to get them to go to the movie theater and bring me the popcorn, but it's no option. It. Hmm. Well darn. I would literally order it. That's how much I love it. It's insane. It's yeah. really weird. I mean, I know a dude in Carborough will do anything for a couple of dollars. So hey, if anything, because he... I got a few. <laughs> Never mind. Edit that I out. Edit it. that out. I so want to go visit the coffee shop. Please. Oh, I've been wanting coffee. to for yeah. a while. Yeah. yeah like we got to go get coffee. But now you know about it, we have a what better What kind of hours do y'all have? Well, it doesn't matter. We own it. So oh, you, you tell me it. when you come. Oh, no, like, what, when was that? I mean, I'm on the way. What's your normal for people so, listening? Oh, well, for hours. people listening, yeah, yeah, um, well, you yeah. need to come when we're open. Yes. Uh, but friends and family, anytime. Um, so Monday through Thursday right now, we're open from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Okay. And then Friday, we're open um, from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. And Saturday and Sunday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, it's always good to follow us on social media under present day on Maine because if we have an event, like yesterday we closed at 12 because I oh. used the space to perform. Um, What's it called again? What on Maine? Present, present day. day. On present Maine. day. I, I wrote yeah. it down earlier, like three pages ago. Yeah. We use it as an event space as well. We've had a wedding there. We've had birthday parties. Like I said, we had some council members launch their campaigns there. Um, we had a wedding reception. It's like, I mean. It's Although like, I've never been, I've seen pictures and I've seen pictures specifically of the outside area. I want to see them go. tables. It's absolutely beautiful. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want to see Like the, the way they have it set up. They have these giant, like, um, coverts. Like, coverts, like yeah. construction that 
They have the tables inside, so you kind of have your own little secluded spot. Look at you knowing what we got there. Look, I pay attention. Y'all need to come. I pay attention. I do. I want to come. You got some pastries. We got pastries. We got lots. I love some carbs. You we know. got tea, we got milkshakes, ice cream. Milkshakes? Yeah. Oh, All the boys up in that yard. Yes. Listen. Yes. Oh Here's the gosh. thing that you might not know about Adrian. Like, she's had weight loss surgery, was it six years ago? Seven, seven years, years ago. ago. I was 305 pounds. But she oh. eats constantly. Nonstop. And so, I'm like, like <laughs> oh, where does <laughs> it go? It ain't go nowhere. That's, in the toilet. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Like, a lot. Like, okay, it's, there you it's go. jacked. People ask that all the time, and I just But no, we'll go out. Well, I got to take probiotics to get what you got. Well, I'm a, I'm having to take some probiotics since I had COVID because something's jacked up up in there. <laughs> not really I gave the same. Sean Part three. Not on really a side same. note, I gave Sean some probiotics the other week, and that poor fellow was like, "Why did you give me Aww, this? I'm jacked up." Yeah, yeah, that's just a side note. Cleans your spurts. So, do you do much work in the um, LGBTQIA community, or are you focused more on um, like racial diversity and inclusion? Yeah, so I have focused more on, I guess, humanity. If oh, that I makes that. sense. Humanity. And I'm not trying to be deep, but, you know, I feel like whatever parts of me and my identity needs to rise at that moment. Like, I I think the last show was the first time I even mentioned that Sophie was my wife. That's the first time I'd ever heard you mention it in public. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I had talked to Sean maybe, a f- like, when we were at the place in Durham, I, I might have hinted. I don't even know if I hinted. I don't no, think any no. Of it was after that show. You walked up to all of us. We were kind of oh, huddled around. It's like, I guess I kind of dropped the bomb on you. Yeah, there. I was like, oh, there you go. <laughs> like, we already knew. Yeah. There you go. That was like, I knew. I was like, you suck. I was like, nobody say anything. I was like, mm-hmm. what are we I was like, I like to... girls too. <laughs> That's what she said. She's like, why didn't you say anything? I'm like, what are we supposed to say? <laughs> You know, I'm married yeah. to a woman. Am I supposed <laughs> to tell you all about that or but something? But you know what? That's The sad truth is that for a lot of people, there is a, a shift. There's a change when yeah. you make an announcement like that. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, it comes from a spiritual place a yeah. lot of times or a place of fear or ignorance. Yeah. But um. Well, also, she had not told us. And so we didn't know. Yeah. I mean, we obviously we didn't know for a hundred percent, but also yeah. it's like we're not just going to walk up to you and ask that right. question. Yeah, well, that was I appreciate that. Rude. It would have been awkward. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I think my work is around inclusion, yeah. right? And and I am of the mindset that if I'm supposed to be at a table, one or two things will happen: either somebody will pull up a seat, or somebody will get up from their chair. And so I wow. try to live my life like that. Like if it's the moment for me to sit down or if it's the moment for me to to, to stand at the table or yeah. somebody pull his heat up. And that's how, you know, whether it's, you know, me choosing to love Sophie um, or me, you know, being black or, or yeah. being a woman or wh- whatever the identity that uh, somebody is going to most connect with for God's light to shine through me. One of my favorite scriptures in the Bible, as much as I talk shit about the Bible, is um, there's still some good nuggets up it, in there. It too. is. There's some good. It is. Um, it's yes. Matthew, I believe it's five fourteen, um, but it says, "Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven." And so, what I hope that my work and my art does it it allows people to know that there's light within us um ndire yeah. has this song called i am light and to me it's just a beautiful reminder that we are the light within and however people um need to hear the name of god you know when i'm doing my corporate event yeah. yesterday i'm not saying god or jesus yeah. or spirit or whatever but i'm allowing the light to connect with people and so the responses that i'm getting 
I just know, like, to me, it's so spiritual because... Yeah, for sure. I ain't nobody for real. I mean, I'm who God made me, which makes me somebody. But to me, you're very vibrant. Thank and you're you. full of light. Like, Thank I you. just totally... I do have on purple. But I totally vibe with your whole... Your personality, just Thank who you, you are as a person. Just, I feel like you're amazing. Honestly. God damn it. I really do. I know. What in the world? Get her some popcorn. <laughs> uh, popcorn. Do you look. want popcorn? What is your love language, you know by what? the way? Telling her words, how great words she of, is. You are words amazing. of affirmation. I yes, thank you. I was you. checking on you. Did Sean tell you that I checked on you when you weren't feeling good? I think he did. Yes, yes, he did. Okay, he did. Until I checked on her. He did because he is not a words person. Oh. So you know, we got we started dating when Match don't Match dot com was not a thing. It probably so was a thing, but we just bypassed we, well, it. Well, we bypassed it because we met at church. You know, so we've had to. We have different love languages, but yeah. we we grew made up it together because we've been dating since we were sixteen. I was sixteen; she was seventeen. So we're the only people we've ever like. We've never dated. been with anybody yeah. else. And wow. so a lot of yeah. that was you had to learn. Yeah. How to be in a relationship while you're in one. You yeah. Know? So yeah. How to grow up together through yeah. the mental health struggles. <laughs> yeah. And stuff like that. There's been some trying times. Special needs children. I, yeah, we and, have special needs kids. And so there's a lot. Well, shit, why the hell y'all interviewing me and ain't interviewing y'all tonight? I'm going to do my people, story one day. People, Our friends know about us. They, they hear know. us talking all the time. We hey, want them to hear hey, other people talking. That's amazing. But we love people. And this was yeah. something that was burning in me last year. I was just like, we, I want to do this, Sean. Like, I want to speak to everybody like yeah. i want to talk to everybody yeah. so i mean like yeah. we're even gonna have in the future some um i don't know exactly what date it is off the top of my head but we're gonna have a guy on here that he is luciferian or he you know yeah. temple of That's satan the and there's probably gonna be a lot of people that are like <gasps> yeah. yeah oh my god you know but we have some people that are transitioning coming on Talking about their journey. Talking about being transgender? Or, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. We have trans, transgender. Um, we have a lot. We have a yeah. very diverse group. We had some, um, a lady that was addicted recently. Um, few, we've, we've had it all. We, and we want to have it yeah. all. Like We want to share stories to make people think. Yeah. Like, I, I want to think. What, what would my life be like if I was in your shoes? Yeah. Because, see, I'm a white girl. I don't, like you mentioned earlier, being in Germany and not having to worry about somebody looking at the backpack on your back. Yeah. I wear a backpack purse and I never worry. Yeah. And yeah. I've never worried. Yeah. And so right there, there's a difference. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and I need to try to understand, or I should, I feel like as part of humanity. I appreciate that. Try to yeah. understand what do you feel like? Like, yeah. what is that? I well, can't imagine. Maybe you never understand, but you can at least listen. Yeah. And yeah. you can hear what the, someone yeah. has to say about their life. You yeah. Know? Well, yeah. Yeah. And then I think standing up for them in the places where they don't have access, like around in a room full of white people, when a white person makes a comment, then we stand up and we say, but what about this? Yeah. Like, have you thought this way? Well, that's kind of my take on that. But um, well, can I also offer some other ways? Yes. Oh, yeah. Is sure. one asking people how they want to be supported? Like, yeah. Cause I'm, I mean, I'm different. Um, like some people don't know what they want yet. And I think even like you said, you worked at a bank. I mean, yeah, yeah. there are ways that, you know, there are policies in banks where like, for instance, my partner who didn't have credit yeah. before, um, I have a credit score that's like in the like seven fifty and above, but yeah, I couldn't great. get access. Thank you. Work hard for that shit. Yeah. I couldn't get access to funding that they were just going to give her. And that, from your perspective and your job, it's like from an economic Dude. perspective, is how can we use privilege and race to edify and really 
not just invite people to where we are, but make sure they have access. And so when you talk about funding or you talk about grants and loans, or if you have friends that are wealthy, you know, how can we get them to actually invest in black people or people of color that are doing the work? Um, And because one of the things I hate is when my white friends say, oh, my God, we just hired a black person. And I'm like, do they have a fucking resume? Like that is Pat that is not the, the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, all right. So they got a resume. Can they do the job? It's just these things that I don't want to perpetuate just because a person is a person of color. Because as a black person, we don't always get an opportunity for it to happen again. And so, unfortunately for me, it's one out of many. And now I have to depend on that one person to be a healthy representative of a black person that's in leadership. So I would say if you have a relationship with black people, ask them, how can I support you as a person? You know, what do you want from me? Um, We had a guy that came in this week and he admitted to following this black woman in the store because he felt like she cut him off. And we had two good Karens come around us and one woman left her name and her number. And she said, you let me know what you need. I'm happy to talk to a town. She just started telling me all the choices I had. I can talk to a town council member because I know them. You know, I'm happy to do a report with you. I'm going to call back and check on you. Here's my number. She gave me her options of like what she felt comfortable with, which was amazing. Um, so that's one thing is building relationship to ask people. I think also working on something courageous. Um, we all say what well, we're going to do when we get into a situation and it's just normally not true. <laughs> you know, you just don't know <laughs> what the fuck you're going to do. You know, you really like, nobody knows it's right in front of you. Yeah. You, you don't really know. don't. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've been unfortunately faced with a few over the years where I've had to like make a decision. Am I going to do something or am I not going to do something? Yeah. Yeah. I chose to do something. It may have not have been a lot of something, but yeah. I at least did something yeah. I felt could help in that situation. And yeah. you're right. Unless you're confronted, you you really don't know what yeah. you're going to do. So yeah. what I tell people is put yourself in some uncomfortable situations. Yes. Not, not unsafe. Yeah. Great. Great advice. But yeah. being uncomfortable. Yeah. A motto I try to live by. I, I, I can't remember if I've ever said this on here, but but being comfortable in the uncomfortable. Because if you can find a way to center yourself or or just focus Mm -hmm. and not be shaken, you'll react a whole lot more. Yeah, absolutely. And find out what your why is. You know, again... I, I definitely want to empower white people to do the work yeah. of their own gener- generations and culture. Again, mm-hmm. we talk about, you know, the 400 years of slavery, which I talked about before. Mm-hmm. But again, what does enslaving someone do to your lineage? Right. And yeah. so there should be something that my partner and I talk about a lot is most white people come into relationships with people of color doing for and not with. Yeah, And so yeah. Th- it's very easy to think that, oh, Soteria needs this or she needs that, as opposed to asking her, what is your love language? Like, I yeah. do that even in my friendships yeah, um, yeah. as well, because my partner's is is acts of service. Mine is quality time. So, yep. you know, oh, no wonder you and Sean get along so well. Exactly. <laughs> quality, time. quality time. people. Yeah. Uh, words of affirmation is also one of hers. So my second as- one is acts of service. The- Wow. Yeah, yeah. Y'all so ask need like, to meet and y'all go talk. Right, right, and yeah. Y'all can just edify each other by talking <laughs> Well, <laughs> I mean, uh, so- Sophie is a very uh, hands-on, busy kind of person yeah. from what I've seen. Oh, oh my gosh. 100% you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah just but, like work. I have to tell, I'm like, 
you know you want a slave, right? Like you work too fucking much. You need to you need to embody your whiteness. Like stop fucking working. You need to relax. You need to relax. Sean has to make me relax. He has to force me sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same thing with her. Yeah. But you said something a second ago that made me think is like most relationships with a white person, black person is them doing something for them. Yeah. And I think a lot of people forget that sometimes that can even be uncomfortable when people are doing things yeah. for you because you're putting yourself in a situation where you're having to rely on them in that moment. Like you're vulnerable. Get, yeah. I know I personally feel that way. when yeah. I don't like asking for help. I don't like asking people for favors. I don't like asking you to do something for me because, one, I feel like I should be able to handle it on my own. But, two, I don't want to put you in the situation of having to do something for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think people sometimes when they're like, well, I was, you know, I did this. I went and helped the homeless. I did this, 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 and this. It's like, don't get caught up in the doing and forget about the people. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that like yeah. the fish analogy? Like if you teach a man, if you give a man a fish, he eats for one day. But if you teach a man a fish, he eats for it's a lifetime. Rest, yeah. 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 So I definitely appreciate that. And I think that's true access is like we have a um, a couple, a white couple friend who uh, they owned a funeral home. Mm-hmm. And they just know we like we were working hard and we don't have a fence where we are and we have a dog. And they went on vacation and they were like, here's the keys to the house. Like y'all go in and. You know, Makes y'all can just home. relax. And to me, that's different than, oh, well, we hope you guys, you know, get some time to yourselves. And it's like they gave us access. They shared. They heard what we needed and said, you, yeah. you know, would this be great? Just to sit in the liver, their living room and just have space away from us mm-hmm. being able to work and work and work. And so it's those moments of kindness that specifically as a black person, I, I never forget. And it means the world to me when people you know, welcoming me mm. into their home. Yeah. They didn't pat me down guys when I got here. <laughs> oh my God, no. They didn't frisk me. Um, you know, but to feel feel comfortable, your daughter, you know, spoke. I mean, yeah. I've been in a lot of places, do a lot of interviews or talking or even at my friend's house and they don't tell, you know, the family member that I'm black and it's just weird. And well, they asking me stupid so ass questions. To, we didn't say, we either, but we don't ever think about that. We don't oh, there you go. Because, well, because y'all have a. Yeah, it seems like you have a culture of like diversity and inclusion, so you don't yeah. have to prep them. But I mean, we like I said, we go to church with black people. Yeah, there are friends. Yeah, uh, Spanish people, Asian people. I mean, so it's like, it's yeah, we're just a cultural melting pot. Ooh, thank we're God. We're trying to be. We are trying to be. Not but to say we are not aware of it because we came from a place where we were talking about earlier where that was, we, we didn't yeah. grow up like that. It I was, was five that, when I saw my first black person. For, five saw years my old. first black wow. person. Listen to me. That, that sounds bad. No, that sounds Podcast bad. And I, and I was like, well, she looks different. Her hair is yeah. different and all that. I didn't understand because I'd never seen yeah. anyone else that wasn't just like me. Where are you from? Here. Right here. Clayton. Yeah. Okay. Like I lived yeah. here in this town. I went to the primary yeah. school back then. I don't know if you've ever been to this town much, but there's a train track that runs right through the middle of it, and there is a clear divided line on who lives on one side and who lives on the other. I, if I'm not mistaken, the last time I came, I performed. I brought Sophie with me because she was white. She she's working because she just finished that mm-hmm. um, proposal tonight. And then I normally don't come to places like Clayton in the dark. Yeah, I get that. That's the last time that I probably have been here. Yeah, but. That just to say, when you were talking about, I said where you're from, just yeah, because I believe it probably wasn't a lot of black people. I mean, I feel like it's safe, but I'm a white person. Yeah. So I'm giving you well, my perspective. Home. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, and it's home. And I do have to say, yeah. this community that we live in, yeah. completely diverse. You should yeah. talk about the housing community. The housing community yeah. is like literally, we've got 
I could probably find everyone I need to podcast with in this community. Yeah. Well, see, this is the thing, too. I always say, all skin folk ain't kin folk. So yeah. it's some black people, again, for the record, I don't fuck with them just because they're black. There's yeah, so many yeah. humans you know? that I don't want to associate. But you, but you got some people that's like, this is the thing I do love about most white people. Y'all be like, no, nah, he did. He, he kidnapped her and killed her and kidnapped her kids. But he ain't mean to do it. It was a mental health breakdown. Like, white people stick with fucking white people for the most part. Black people, we were like, oh, no, that motherfucker crazy. Hell yeah. no. You know, I'm just You joking. ain't never going to hear me say anything <laughs> remotely like Sean that. Does it. Just... Sean throws it down. And sometimes I'm like, where is your compassion? <laughs> and he's like, but this is just the real world, Adrian. And I'm like, real. shoot. Real. I don't know about all this. Real. So, um, has your belief in the Bible and, like, homosexuality, like, do you feel like the Bible's clear on homosexuality? And I have a reason for asking yeah. this question. Um, I feel like the Bible is, it depends on who's reading it. So okay. what I found is that the Bible, I think there's a scripture that says the Bible is the inspired word of God. Yes. But what people have made the Bible is the interpreted word of God. Mm-hmm. So I can be inspired by something and not interpret it yeah. the right way. And so, um, that's where I stand on that. I don't call myself a Christian. I call myself a believer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even before, you know, um, I got with my partner because I just found people who just love who they love. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I when it comes to the bi- the Bible conversation, I just say I, I let people believe what they believe. I don't know if they answered your question, but that's no, how I, I totally it. get that. So I um, years ago, I had a relationship with somebody um that was a family member that relationship makes you view things differently. Yeah. So this person was LGBTQIA and I literally decided I'm going to go balls to the wall like I do with everything. And I am going to research why I believe what I believe and whether or not it comes up um, as different than what I believe now or, or the same, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be okay with it. Yeah. Um, so I knew that God had been changing my heart about people, that I loved people. Sean and I had been to like a wedding with two women. And I remember being like, man, our family would flip, you know, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. they loved each other. Yeah. And I loved these people. And um, so already like my mindset was changing yeah. where I didn't really see how it could be wrong, but I didn't understand it because of what the Bible said and what my belief system was. Yeah. Um, but I started digging in, like really digging. I have a list of books. I have resources. Yeah. I have like, if parents contact me, I tell them how they should respond, that kind yeah, of thing. Like I'm kind of, I'm crazy. I have my little ally tattoo over oh, here. Like I'm, I, love I am it. legit crazy. But um, I even, before we went to this church, asked them how they treated homosexual people yeah because yeah. i need to know yeah because if you're gonna be like up in there you know if you're yeah. gonna say love the sinner hate the sin oh uh, uh, i can't right. i can't with you it's not gonna happen yeah and the thing is this i'm gonna still be me i'm gonna still push what i believe yeah and i'm not forcing you to believe what i right. believe but right. i'm gonna i'm gonna be like an ally for these people i'm yeah. gonna be somebody that stands in the gap and supports them and lets them know that they're loved yeah um so I was really digging deep and I got in touch with some people that people that were like lobbyists yeah. from back in the day. I don't know if you heard about the pray away film Mm-mm. about conversion therapy. It's on Netflix. Um, I'm friends on Facebook and Instagram with one of the women that's in that film. And she was a lobbyist um, for focus on the family yeah. speaking against um, homosexuality. Um, and 
with all that being said, at the end of the day, I don't believe it's a sin. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of people that would have a serious problem with that. Yeah. But the original translation where homosexual was put in the Bible was in 1942. And when it was put in the Bible, it was a miss. Um, it was words that should have not been put together to create the word homosexual. Mm. And um, a friend of mine that I also am friends with on Facebook and Instagram, she is doing the work behind that. And a film yeah. is coming out. I think this year oh, called really? 1942 wow. and um, she found the letters in the archives where a young man reaches out and he says, this should have never been put in the Bible. If you leave it there, it is going to be well, used as a sacred That goes weapon. back to you were talking about mm-hmm. the many translations. He was mm-hmm. one of the scholars working on translating the Bible. Well, wow. So he wasn't a scholar. He was just a young man. No, no. I'm talking about he, he wrote to the person. Oh, yes, yes. Who had done the translating, saying that this is you're using the wrong wordage here, and it's going to change everything. Wow. It's going to change everything. It's going to become a sacred wow. and weapon. And the person wow. who wrote, who was writing yeah. the translation, acknowledged, "You're right. It is incorrect, but never changed it. Wow. We need to change wow. it. Yeah. But then so, they never changed it, and then all the words got changed to homosexual. Wow. And that's not really what it is. One of the root words was arsenicoita. I don't remember, but it's basically. A man that likes young boys. There's a big mm. old difference. Yeah, There's a big difference. But that's a whole other soapbox yeah. that I can go off that's on. That's Adrian's like, passion. It's yeah. my passion yeah. just because I just feel like. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I appreciate I know, I it. I struggle with the way people have been treated. I, I appreciate the research. This, this is one thing that I have found is fact and proof doesn't. It still doesn't protect me as a black person. Yeah. And so when I would find I'm like. But the facts are X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, yeah, but you black, so you don't, that don't, like, I, you yeah. know, it's, it's similar to like so. going to the doctor about the fucking, you know, money situation. So yeah. I appreciate when I hear white people say, here's some facts. So when people become fucking ignorant, yeah. I say, hey, listen, let, let me go, go holler at my girl Adrian real quick. Oh yeah. You don't even want to hear me. Cause I'll be like, you. I'll be like, have you ever had an orgasm? <laughs> oh, well, that's not okay. Because the only time we should be ma- having sex is when we're procreating. Listen, okay? are you about to have a baby? Yeah, so if you're yeah. just having sex for yeah. fun, y'all doing it wrong. Yeah. And, and if that's going to take it back. If and, we're going to take it back for and, real. And that's why I appreciate about what you're saying because, like, I never want to use the Bible to justify or defend how I love. Yeah, like, I love that. I don't yeah. need that. Like, I love... I love Sophie. Before her, I loved the guy. Before him, I loved this other guy. Yeah. You know. And but, are you hurting anyone by loving yeah. Sophie? And I think if it's consensual and it ain't no weird shit, kid, and that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. ain't no weird mess. You know what no. I mean? You know, like I'm, I'm cool with that. And I, yeah. and I feel like the, a, a lot of what we've seen, even if you look at um, society and marriages, this, this is what I also loved about when I went to Germany. It was so many pivotal things, but they had statues of full-figured women. And these I women love that. were they weren't the, they weren't photoshopped. They looked fucking normal. Like nothing had been sucked in. They had little belly little and guts. rolls. Yeah, little roll. like their faces was like that roll was sexy, mediocre. You know, they weren't look, like cute, cute. Look, I could gain forty pounds and Sean would be one happy man. <laughs> what you want to eat? Which, <laughs> yeah, like he would be thrilled. Y'all gonna be, like, be hungry? Stop. He'd be like, yes, girl, get juicy. Damn. <laughs> Oh God! Now I want some food. Um, Look, okay, she need popcorn and food. <laughs> Show me what you cooking. Um, we got some veggie quesadillas. Uh, we sure can. Look, look, we look, sure can. Look, veggie quesadillas. There you go. Um, 
I don't even. What was we talking about? Y'all distracted. I don't I even know. So we many things. About food. I, I mean, at one point we were. I was oh, asking I you about like uh, all the stuff you got coming up. Oh yes, yes that very important. So, um, April 29th at the Orange County Court House, I am doing a show. Um, I partnered with Emily Baxter. Um, you can check out her website. Uh, we are all criminals. Org. It's a phenomenal work that she does. Basically, she says um, one in four people um, are charged with a crime, essentially, and four or four people are criminals. We all do something, essentially, wow. that we can be, you know, incarcerated for or, or could have been. And then uh, Kate Finhagen, she is a criminal just, justice resource director um, in Orange County. And then Katie Murray is the Orange County um, director for the Arts Commission, who who heavily funded the project, excuse me, that I just worked um, on. So on April 29th, we're going to have an event um, there at the courthouse that will feature photographs of justice-involved youth. And it's amazing photography show. We're going to have some poets Mm -hmm. um, there. Is it going to be inside the courthouse? It's going to be inside the, it's going to be inside um, okay. The courthouse, like in their lobby area. Is okay. this Carborough, you said? This is going to be in Orange County. Orange in County. Hillsboro. So I was about to say Orange Hillsboro County, Hillsboro. would yeah. be where okay. the courthouse Hillsboro. was. And that's on her website, weareallcriminals.org. Um, we're going to have the flyers out, and I'll make sure Sean gets it. Okay, um, yeah. I don't know if you guys have a place you can post things. Yeah, We have a Facebook This Life Unraveled stuff. Facebook page, Perfect. and then we also yeah, we'll have our out. personal pages. And Perfect. That would be great. Instagram. We'll, we'll post it everywhere. That for would sure. be great. Um, we have that coming up, and then we are also working um, on a possible show for Pride. Oh. Um, I had artists uh, create a Pride mural last year. Um, which went really well. And so there's been talks around having um, a band, which Sean would be there. Um, yeah, I would you let me Sean know. to play um, as I'll well. I'll over there with my free mom hugs shirt. Please. I would yeah. love that. And it has the yeah. trans flag on it. That would be and so dope. The, yeah. Like, I, yeah. like it's got everything. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. I'm so proud of that junk. What are you talking about? <laughs> I love making people feel. I think that's, I just love making people. You I have, want people to feel at home. She, no lie. She planned a trip to Chicago just so she could go to the Pride event there. I did. Oh. A friend this of mine a friend of mine offered to take me and then we went to the they to Boys Town. Going, yeah. And I have never had so much fun in my life as going into gay bars and dancing the night away. <laughs> I was like, look you at that daddy. You know way more than me, and I got look a female partner. I'm like, look no. at that daddy. Because people be like, have you ever been? I was like, I don't She went to the New know. York Pride. That was on accident, times. and that was when I was first. My belief system had not changed. Yeah, I'm just but saying I just that you knew that I love yeah. people. Yeah. I love I your tattoo. Her tattoo's really dope, Thank y'all. you. Just so you know. Thank you. I did have a lesbian on the cruise we were on that was like, girl and I was like, well, my husband's downstairs. You know, like, I gotta get back to him. You know, but. She oh, saw yeah. that. She's like, that's my favorite tattoo. Oh, my God. And then she told me she was a lesbian right before she walked away. And I was like, oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> you're so sweet. Oh, tink, tink. <laughs> so I guess, is there anything else you want to say? Because I have one big final question. Um, yeah. So uh, I am so teary.com. Um, it's I just ask for investments um, yeah. again in the work that we're doing. Um the youngest artist that we've had is a white uh, queer 11-year-old that created this amazing Spider-Man table. Um, we just uh, were able to invest in a young 10th grader that did the 
the table of, around belonging um, at yeah. Orange County. That project ended up paying that kid like seven hundred dollars. No Ooh. way, that's yeah. awesome. And I got one of those big checks and signed <laughs> oh, that's it for so them. Cool. And that's... had my friend who does like graphic design to fill I it love out. That. Oh, how cool. And so the work is not just to me, you know, equity and inclusion work is just about investing in people for who they are. And sometimes they're black, they're white, they're Latinx. I got my graffiti artist. He's Latinx, um, Jag one, shout out to you, but he comes and yeah. we had these trash cans I was going to get rid of. And I was like, let me see if he can spray paint some stuff. And then he oh. sent me this mock-up. He's about to spray paint, you know, the trash can so I don't have to buy anymore. Um, so yeah, I just, I just want to invite people to be a part of the work and I know everything yeah. isn't for everybody. And again, I'm not everybody's messenger, which is important to me that I invest in people that mm-hmm. have themselves invested in the work. Yeah, I I love what you're doing. Thank you. And I'm assuming like there's no minimum. No, you know, like, if somebody oh, wants no. to give you a dollar, oh my gosh, they you can know give you many, a dollar. If they want to give you dollars, 50, add up. They do. They add up. So yeah. like if you yeah. decide you want to commit yeah. to the work that Sateria is doing, yeah. I mean, yeah, a dollar a month. I had someone five dollars a month. I had someone give ten cents a day. Like they around, they was like, "Can I give ten cent?" Because they wanted to leave me a tip Aww. at the coffee shop. I was like, "Absolutely." When I say it adds up, I think that's something too. We have shame around not being able to give what we think someone needs. What's appropriate? Yeah, yeah and it's yeah. like whatever you know. My sacrifice ain't yours. My investment ain't yours. And I don't compare dollars and shit and cents and stuff like that. So, yeah, it it yeah. does add up. I've seen that before when. Yeah. When we've reached out to, um, like, I like to post when people need help. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, absolutely. like, I've seen that before where it just rolls in. Yeah. And somebody may give $5, yeah. but somebody may give 100 Absolutely. You know, and it and it adds up. And yeah. then you're able to help people. So, yeah, I agree with you. So what she's saying is get off your stingy checkbooks and go to the website and <laughs> give something. That. That's it. Hey, listen, especially to the white people that ain't got no kids. I can't. Let me tell you, I just got to say this. First of all, adopt a Negro right here. Me. Put me in your will. She cute, y'all. She it, cute. It won't be It won't be because I ain't ass. You know what I mean, Adrian? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. asking. I hate. She come to Thanksgiving. Listen, I <laughs> do. You can say, I listen, I'll be your one black friend, okay? All I'm asking is you make sure my black ass get out of there. Like, right. we can work it out. You but, make sure I'm safe and there ain't no German Shepherds. I was gonna say, ain't, German please Shepherds. don't have no damn German Shepherds. Yo, I'm German Shepherds. Yeah, I ain't cool with um, that. But I'll say this before you answer that question. It's oh, like, yeah, it can. frustrates me to see white people with wealth or people with wealth that have no children and they just let the state take over their money. Or they yeah. just like, they don't have a will and they're not investing into anyone. They have land and all these things that can help generations. And so if you are a person that you have excess of wealth, come have a conversation with me. Understand how I am um, creating legacy and generational wealth. And if you don't want to invest in me, I'm sure there are people of color that are doing amazing things. And, yeah. and this is what I'll say about like capitalism and racism specifically. Black people didn't create this shit. So we don't know how to uncreate it. So yeah. we need the mind of white people. We also need the wealth of white people and black people and Latinx people and everybody to help come together and figure out how in the world do we create a community and society where we truly, truly feel and know that we all belong. So that's my spiel about. I love that. And I love like the fact that you paid that kid. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just about, you know, you raise the money for the organization exclusively. Right. Like you paid that child, you invested in them. Yeah. And you made them feel valued. Yeah. Like their work is valuable. So I love that. Um, Because it's just really building them up. 
So my big question yeah. is your question from earlier. Yeah. What is your why? Why what? So what is your why? My like, why about life? Yeah. What is your why? Um, or about what you do? Like, yeah. What's your why? So when I was a kid, my mom said I was her Joseph. Um, I didn't understand that. Um, yeah. But I, I think, you know, that scripture around letting your light so shine before men, when you do the work that I do, um, I watched my brother. I The night that my brother died, the one that I love, um, mm-hmm. he said, I just need to rest and I'll be better. And I watched oh a police God. officer since he was like younger, just go after him and go after him. And, and it, it was my white friend that told me a few years ago about the term emotional labor. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize how important it was to be able to talk about issues like this and be open about it and not have to be strong all the time. Um, and I think my why is because I hope my light shines. Um, I hope that my work, uh, there's a, a video online of me holding and hugging this young woman after a performance at the women's March. And she's like, you just have no idea what that just did for me. And um, to have people say that I wanted to die and then I heard you speak, you know, or, you know, you gave me a reason to live. Wow. That's, that's I think I have a, a lot ooh, of whys. That's hardcore. Empowering <laughs> others. I feel like you really empower others. Thank you. I really do. Thank you. So, yeah. man, we yeah. have, I'm like, Who, my, I cannot if you wait get to, to the end. If you get to the end of this fucking long ass podcast, because I've been yapping my mouth. No, Listen, I love it. You can get a free drink at the coffee shop. Oh, <laughs> come come get some coffee. Sean will don't pay say for that. Don't be people going. I'm up serious. You, you gotta say. You gotta mention. What's the name of the podcast? I don't even know. I just came because this told me life to. unraveled. You gotta say this life unraveled. So Terry said I can get a free, um, made to order drink, coffee. We got tea or ice cream at the coffee shop. You gotta you gotta mention the podcast. Nine hundred one West Main Street, Carborough, North Carolina. Come while we open though. Yeah, yeah. Don't be coming when they closed. No, nah, because then you ain't getting nothing to the you next ain't day. Get nothing. <laughs> Yeah. There you go. I love that. Mention the podcast. Y'all. I love that. This is amazing. Oh, well, we love you. Like, I just met oh. you and I love you. Like, you're amazing. And you I'm like, what, I cannot Adrian? wait to go to one of your performances. I'm yes. like, literally, like, I'm Jones and now, like, come on. She I says that, but calendar. she had an opportunity. Well, well I didn't oh, look. Vecino? Here's the deal. Relationship, Sean. This is Real. proof. I wish that you would relationship. come to the, uh, the not the last Paul one, River. the one before the last one. No, in Apex, because then oh, you yeah. wouldn't have spontaneously gotten a dog while I'm getting on stage love. to perform. That we love. Oh, is that There's the dog a freaking picture of you, of them of us all up there together. Yeah. And I had just gotten a text, and I'm holding my phone like this, standing next to whoever, and it's a. Like, but Sean's face ain't a. It's like. Uh-uh. There's, I never told uh-uh. you that story, but there's a whole long story. Oh my god! <laughs> I was at the shelter getting a dog right then and not Damn, giving his tail a choice. And I'm loading up yeah. the gold stage in Apex with you, and I'm looking at my phone. It's like I can't even respond. We're literally oh playing right gosh. now. Oh my god! And I'm like, my bad. <laughs> oh my gosh! It was, yeah, it was I'm an a intense jaded moment on that one. in our marriage. Yeah. Oh, it we was have, intense. We've gotten right. through. Yeah, well, we, Sophie we made us get a dog, too. Bullshit. Y'all be doing that see? crazy shit, no, Adrian. No, no, no. That yeah, ain't right. See who was walking the dog when you rolled up, too? Right. Yeah, oh, yeah, see. I was going to walk him. I said that. I used my words to tell you, but I said, I got to do this and I got to do this. Oh, by the way, he took this. a dump outside when I walked him okay, that time. Okay, thanks. So Can we talk about your dog shit? That was intense. <laughs> it was, did you see it? But it didn't I don't come know what out. He had Sometimes ate. I lean down. I'm like, yeah, boy, you got this. You got hey, this. Hey, that is hilarious. <laughs> Baldwin would love you. Because I'm always like, can you hurry up? Because this shit. It's stank. 
His problem is he loves <laughs> toys. Oh, my And God. so we'll get him stuffed animal, like dog yeah. toys, and he'll rip them apart, and he'll eat the insides. Okay, because it was connected. Oh, yeah. And it's, we call it the cotton shits, because it's oh, like, all, yeah. like coming out, and it's all got yeah, the fibers like, in it. weird junk. I, like, like, weird. I haven't seen no poop like that before. Yeah, most most things don't Woo. poop like that. Anyways, what a way to end a what recording. A way. Yeah. What a way dog end. shit. Goodbye. We'll see y'all later. Peace. <laughs>